Hi. Hello. Welcome to. Oh. Are you not recording? Oh. Okay. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Hit Pairs Repeating. And it does. A podcast where culture queers talk queer culture. I'm Tom. And I'm Tiffany. And we haven't recorded in a very long time, but I. The the mics are in front of us, and I'm like, oh, home. Like, we haven't (laughs) done this in so long, but it does feel very good to be back. So we thought it would be fun today to do a little, um, I figure we could call this like a mental health part three. That's fine. There will be a million parts. Of course. But I just think this is a good, (laughs) another good check-in point considering both Tiffany and I have like fallen off the face of the earth for a minute. Uh So let's... I, I I already I've already like you know me have done like subtopics that we can talk about during that's this. fine so I finished esthetician school you sure did I did so I've I've graduated but I think it's now time for us to share our experiences <laughs> within the esthetician program that we went through because it's fucked <laughs> Yeah, the whole process of going through school, you guys, I don't know what it's like in your state, but in our city, there's not a lot of standalone esthetician courses, if if there's any other than the one this we is took. essentially the one option in our city. Right. So they know that they're the only game in town. And they don't give a shit. Not a fuck or a shit. I mean, about really the entire school, let's be honest, like barely do they care. To me, it seems like the Cosmo people have a blast. Barely. Barely, though. Barely. Because I I, I talk to a lot of the Cosmo kids. I wasn't there long enough to talk to the Cosmo kids. It's not any better. I mean, technically, there's more material to cover. There's also more options for Cosmo. You don't have to go to the school that we went to. Right. And like clinic is a huge part of their experience also, which is giving you more control over what you're doing. Whereas with aesthetics, like once you complete so much of the program, then you're just kind of like around finishing hours. Mm-hmm. I I think that the school focuses on staying open and like meeting some semblance of the state guidelines. And that's pretty much it. You know what I mean? Like, there's nothing, like, outwardly dangerous happening there besides the staircase going down to the basement to where your lockers are. I had to go down them every day. Every single day. Someone fell. When I was there. The back ones or the front ones? The back. Like, they fucking fell. Because the first step is so deep. They fell. Like, down several stairs. Not down the whole stairwell, but, like, several (laughs) stairs. And, like, that is such a big stairwell. Like, you heard it. It is big. They bit it. Like, several people got up and ran. Because they were like, someone just fell down the stairs. Like... (laughs) We weren't close enough to be... We weren't allowed to be close enough. No. So, so you yeah. have a, you had a slightly different experience because 100%. I was in the room with the makeup brushes on the walls and that was there was like it was full in there towards the end and that room probably held when we could all sit next to each other like 20 ish people maybe and so that's like, like pressing capacity as a quick rewind 
So we went to high school. In the state of Pennsylvania, you need 300 hours in school to become licensed. Our school makes you do 325 hours. Correct. That's a combination of they need a certain amount of hours to allow people to apply for student loans. And also they make you go through a mud makeup artistry certification course, which is one third essentially of your time at the school. It really is. And another thing to note is that the aesthetics program became so popular that it literally blew up right after I finished. It became so popular that we had so many people that we could not fit in the room that the cl- the classroom that Tiffany was in not her. a year ago essentially yeah, li- like literally we, a year we graduated ago. days apart in a year so it was yes. like a year and two days where Tiffany and I graduated from school so we were down like where the Cosmo people used to be because the Cosmo program is not as popular and they could fit in the smaller classrooms That's but they so weren't even in me. the classroom that Tiffany was in they weren't even even smaller classroom in in the the back back of clinic see sometimes we would spill over into that classroom depending on what we were doing but because i was going to school during covid if we hit 25 people the group had to be split so there were a couple times what a mess where like we would have an attendant like we always had a 10 like we had a class that was bigger than 25 but very rarely did all of the people show up so that we had Correct. to split it? But one week, everyone was there and coming. And so they split us up. And that was the wildest week because we were learning different things in our groups. But As then it on happens. Friday, there wasn't enough people to split. So then everyone who had been in the other group the other days. So f- there's a full-time cur- program and a part-time program. So the days that only full-time people were there, we were always a group. So it was very confusing because these full-time people who didn't have enough hours to be in our group whenever we split up were like going to learn something different. And then on Tuesday, they came in and like and we're, we're like, not on the group, same page. Right. And then on Wednesday, they went back with the other group. And then on Friday, we were all together. It was very confusing. And so because we did the state of Pennsylvania, I think allowed... I'm not sure anymore based on what I've been hearing recently. The state of Pennsylvania allowed us to have 65 hours virtual learning. Here's my guess is they didn't really specify because none of the COVID, none of the COVID anything has been super specific or clear. And the other issue being like local, federal, whatever and then the cosmetology board itself are all different subdivisions of governing bodies that affect the school being open right so even just as far as like when i was at the WAC center and trying to see like what guidelines we were supposed to be following from the city to state to federal level all of them were different and then if you looked at allegheny's health department the cdc and like whatever else still different nothing aligns so I'm sure that if the PA Cosmetology Board said anything, it wasn't clear. No. At all. Just because, like, even just as far as, like, making sure people don't get other people sick and still trying to, like, do things in this realm is, like, not clear. And we're going to talk about that. But we'll, come, we'll, we'll swing back to that in yeah. just a moment. Sure. Basically, uh, so when I was there, you started on the first Monday of the month. And then next month... Next month, a new class would start 
on the first Monday of the month. So, like, the people that started with me who were full-time were at a certain point by the time the next class started. And then that class would start right in the middle of whatever material we were already starting on. And progress from there. Yes, because it's not like there was ever a starting point. So it's not like you would be like, chapter one, whatever. Yeah. It was like, no, whatever week you showed up on, as far as like what the rotations of the chapters were, that was your first week and that was what you were learning. I happened to start, shit, I don't even remember. But I know the practical stuff, like you started with facials or whatever, because that's like... Yeah, it seemed like in general, everyone started with facials. Right. That was like even- the practical stuff, I think, doesn't change. But I can't even remember what chapters I started because with. But practi- it, we, we just fucking jumped right into some shit. And I was like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing right now? And that, folks, is everyone in any program in any of these schools. They're just like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing? Like, what is happening? <laughs> Literally, the other students had to be like, OK, so you're taking notes, right? Like you need to take notes and even though they don't make any sense just write everything she's saying out because i had okay and they were like just write the shit down and i was like but i don't understand i'm gonna have to bleep that out and this person You're- would be like i'm giving you the notes air that quotes you need wink nudge. the notes <laughs> and then if we would ask her questions there would be expansion upon it. And we might double back and talk more about other things. But everything for that particular instructor was based around basically them giving us the answers. To the test. To the test. In numerical order. In Not num- even like nope. random. Nope. You could go down the line. Nope. And say A, D, C, B. Because you knew. Right. And not the, not the, the alphabetical <laughs> response like... So it's going to be A. No, no, it would be the answer written Just like I'm giving you the question phrased into the answer so that you know when you look at the test, like, oh, it's this one. There is literally, oh, God, I have so much to say. There's literally (laughs) no reason that anyone should fail. And yet. It happened a lot. There's a reason why why that instructor is the way that they were. And I know that it's wrong. I understand because you did make the point that everyone should be able to pass the program on merit <laughs> because you are operating in the state at the same time i think what they well okay i don't the, know the if they school needs a pass rate it. and they need a pass rate that looks good right so if we are all making it through this program you don't get an a b c d you have to be at 75 percent or higher it's more like a, a low b is what is what I think it works out to be. It's but a, the thing of it no, is... it's a 75... If you don't hit 75% on a test, they go, you're going to take that again. Because right. you did not pass it in the, in the eyes of the state. State, right. So, so the other thing being like, I think they assume most people aren't... Not most people, but some people aren't even going to bother taking the state test like to get actually licensed. And so I know... Like I, my grad class technically yeah. was only like so many people and I'm pretty sure only two of us actually took the test. Like okay. that happens. Here's the thing. I can't. <laughs> I just cannot. As someone who went to undergrad after high school and I did that and I like eventually got my degree for me to go into this program and they literally give you the answers and people are still failing it's just like tell them to leave 
Because do you want an esthetician that was given the answers to the literal tests they have to take? So here's the other issue, though. No, no, no. I'm not even done. Beyond that, when you are doing practical and you ask questions, they literally say to you, wherever you work, will teach you the way you want to do that. Then why am I fucking around wasting 325 hours of my life here when I could read this book and pay $100 and do this from my house? So here's the problem. The whole system is broken because the first thing that you are told in Cosmo, because I did a ton of research Mm -hmm. because I was going to do full cosmetology. The issue is, is they can show you shit in school, but depending on where you work and even just as far as like advancements in the field, it's never going to be enough. You're going to be shown something different because either the place you're working at has different standards. There's something new that came out that you need to learn or whatever. There might be a different specialty at wherever you end up. So even if you cut hair, you're still, you're basically getting the bare bones that you need to not fuck someone's head up. And I'm talking bare minimum because so many people come out of school and are just like, I don't really know anything. And it doesn't, it doesn't come all together until you start working. And I don't know whether that's just like PA's fault, the school's fault, right. whatever you want to do. Like, I'm not sure where the blame lies there, but like some of that's not their fault. Honestly. My friend, like, that frustration goes, like, up to the state. Because, oh, yeah. Like, if this, it should, because it be, it's completely fucking warped, which is why when I get to apprentice next year, yeah, I will get a much better education than most of the Cosmo kids did. And fucking Katie, my, well, it doesn't matter. My coworkers told me this, and we're like, you're doing it right. Like, yeah, your hours requirements are higher, but you're going to, like, actually learn shit and learn modern techniques. As opposed to learning, like, fucking foils, which is, like, the, just a microcosm of what it takes to, like, do modern blonding to someone's hair at this point, realistically. You know what I mean? hmm So, like, you're fully right, but I also do think it's, like, a nuanced, larger issue. And some of it just is the way that it but is. But here's the thing. You worked for a company where they just do waxing. I they did. could literally teach those. They could teach anyone in two weeks to do the waxing. Oh, yeah. That you did. They don't. Truly. That I don't feel like for that job, you need to be licensed. What are they benefiting from hiring licensed people? I. Because I. Because I truly, if I went to go, I am not going to work until COVID has been resolved. That's just my, my truth. I don't want to because one, the way they're doing facials right now is asinine. How am I supposed to get under a face shield to do your facial? I'm not doing, I'm, I'm eventually going to start doing them. I think I would love to do facials in my environment, but where I'm at now, but like I already said, and obviously it's, I'm lucky to be in the position where I get to tailor what I do. Right. But I was just like, not until this is over. <laughs> right. But I don't have that luxury. So I can right. either wax now you or could. wait. You could do, well, you could do, I mean, honestly, what I'm doing most of right now is like brows and lashes all day. I don't really fucking wax now. So here's the other problem. I know you're too good for it. I understand. No, I'm not too good for it. I understand. Here's the thing. I don't see the value in those services because I don't understand them. I've performed them. 
But none of them have like, I have never seen someone, I've never performed those services and seen such a great result oh. where it seemed worth it. And this is like on my classmates, well, like, on myself. Not to like be, you know, this bitch, but like when it's done correctly, <laughs> it do make a big difference. I'm also not curling lashes, which no. is lash really, lifting. Right. Very easy. But that's a different service that I am not certified. Here's the other thing. That doesn't you, mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. You can certified be- honey. <laughs> honey. 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 So, you, so if you go to a lash, I don't know that the rules are different in every state, but if we're talking about the state of Pennsylvania. Technically, you don't even have to be licensed to do lashes in the state right now. They just keep talking about maybe. the state's going to make it, so you have to be certified. So a lot of my class is people who already do a lash extension that are concerned yes. that they're eventually they're going to need to be licensed to keep on because doing they, that. Because they, I don't know if this is still the case, but they said you can't do dermaplaning. Like, I don't even know that estheticians can do dermaplaning right now because they made a, a weird new rule about it. I don't, okay, that's a weird, I don't. Another service where I'm just like, mm, I don't know. Oh, I like, can't wait. Oh, I'm definitely trying to scrape a fucking sharp blade against people's faces when the time comes. Bitch, it is so satisfying when I do it to myself. Half the time, people are like, oh my God, I love it. Like, I can't believe you did this for me. Thank you so much. And I'm like, I did it for me because this was so satisfying. Here, <laughs> so, honestly. This is, herein lies another... <laughs> Another like <laughs> thing about me in aesthetics and Tiffany in aesthetics are very different. I get no satisfaction out of extractions. Ugh, the best. Or ripping hair out of people Ugh. and looking at the strip and going, yeah. Sometimes, like, there are people- I, sometimes I miss it. I swear. No, but there it, there's a certain type of person who like loves is, ripping hair out of people. It does. It takes, it takes, loves it takes doing extractions on people. And I, I no, I want to peel the top layer of your skin on with like chemicals that like normal people aren't allowed to put on their face that's what i want to do well i want to peel your top have you ever considered like working in like a med spa no that's like 100 that's the only route for me in this field other than doing makeup it's like not hard and you don't even need like there's a lot of places around here yeah that will literally just train you that's the thing is like now you have the piece of paper to be like, I know the bare bones right. of like how skin works and how to interact and with I'm it. And I'm PCA certified. And so how like, to like not burn somebody's face off. Like yeah. I know this. So then um, there's like so many different ones around here. Even when I was like casually looking, mm-hmm. like several were hiring and all of them said like, we will fully train you. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm definitely much more of like the spa person rather than the day spa person i don't know how else to describe it but like there's a there's a clear difference in types of people who are like i don't i don't want to do lash extensions i might learn just so it money i'm just trying to make money in yeah. the interim right. that's, that's literally, literally it. it and i work somewhere where the person's like gonna pay for it for me well there you go that's so like well, the only reason i'm getting like wait but what is that voice <laughs> Because somebody else someone else was paying for it. Because I don't know that I would. But it is like. I think I would. 100% if I was paying for it after the first week with. After the first week with the teacher I had at night, I would have. Oh, you would have. You definitely would have been like, give me my money back. So did you even say that you switched to daytime yet? Because I don't even think you said it. I just think we like started going off. Because there are like inset feelings that come with like 
going to beauty school and we all have them we all have them even i think even people who like them whenever you start complaining like liked going to beauty school when you start like popping off they're like i I see where you're coming from and the sad thing is is like everyone has these feelings even if you went to the same school or not yeah everyone does Someone told me they went to this other like local school that's newer. Was it and Mountain it's, of you? Yes. And it sounded fucking insane. I was like, that sounds worse. And she was like, literally, I don't think I learned anything. And I was like, how does that happen? They like didn't even give her a full kit. I didn't get my whole kit. Well, that was like, I don't know what happened to you. I well, at least I, got I, all of my things. I just ran. I was not going to fight over body brushes. Okay, but I paid for that. So I was, we were, but also to be fair, the first, the first day we were there, literally all we did like for the orientation was like go, go through, through our kids to make no, sure that they gave same, us every same, single thing same. that they were supposed to give us. Okay. So I started in night school because... Before the pandemic, I was working two jobs, and that was the only way I could go feasibly without, like, Losing fucking my life up. Right. The pandemic happens. We're quarantined for three months or so. We go back in June, and I'm in night class the first night, and I had been complaining to Tiffany for the whole two weeks. And I did tell Tiffany before I went into the program, I was like, it's going to be a lot of complaining on my end because I don't handle education well. Well, and I, I also knew basically everything that you felt. Not that like I knew what you were going to feel. I was just like, I know what you're going to take issue with. And I know that that's going to take the forefront. Whereas like instead of just feeling that discomfort of being in an education setting, yeah. I was like, it's not even like that. It's going to be everything else that you complain <laughs> about. And then I didn't even know about your instructor. I could never have guessed what that would be like. So. So for the first two weeks, mm-hmm. I had the night instructor, who I'm mm. not going to name, and I'm going to have to bleep out because I started saying her name before. Um, she was awful. And, and I've had instructors that I have, like, not gotten on with before, but she was awful. She was not invent. Overarching problem in the school is that there are maybe two instructors who te- like cycle into aesthetics that are very interested in skin. And that's it. So then you have three other people who like don't give a shit about skin. They only care about Cosmo and they care about hair. And Fine. But why right. are you teaching me skin? Why are you cycling in down here to ruin my week? Because technically Cosmo learns aesthetics. But they don't. They don't at all. <laughs> they don't. Because you trade, we'll trade services with Cosmo people and, and nail people. Good. And they're like, they'll do whatever for you. And then you're like doing a facial on them. They're like, this isn't what we learned. And we're like, because literally with a Cosmo license, you can do anything Everything. in the state of Pennsylvania. Right. I think that's how it works most places. But I will say PA has the... Is like bare minimum hour wise. Oh no, I bare I, I, minimum. So I, if you're no. looking at reciprocity, yeah, like across state lines, it's completely fucked. Mm-hmm. So you're better off living here for three years and having your license, so that you have that history under your that work history under your belt. So when you move somewhere else, you have to do less work because you're still gonna have to do some level of work because mm-hmm. we don't our licensing hours are like nothing. And it still takes nine months to get a cosmetology license. And also, the reciprocity system is also, also garbage. Fucked. Garbage, mama. <laughs> it doesn't make 
any kind of sense because like you can like transfer to some states and like get your license there. And then if you get your license there, then it'll be recognized in states that don't recognize Pennsylvania's license, but you don't really have to do any. It's like the craziest, most bananas thing. Anyway, back to my night instructor. She started, no lie, this was in March. So it wasn't the climate that we are in currently, but there were a lot of, I'm not racist, but statements coming from her. And I was boiling and like, I could feel it. And I was like, me and her are gonna go at it at some point. And I just don't know when it's gonna be. I don't know when, but it's gonna happen because my girl Jamila who is black is sitting next to me. And I was like, she's not comfortable. I'm certainly not comfortable. My Filipina friend sitting behind me isn't comfortable. So like, what's good? (laughs) (laughs) And here's the other thing. She was so invested in Cosmo. She didn't, she didn't care about skin at all. And we, you're stuck with her. There's no rotation in the evening program. In the day program, there, there's literally four people. There's four people, and two of them were into skin. One person, not a lot of people liked, and I get why they didn't like her, but I also liked her for the reasons they didn't like her, because she was the only person who didn't give you the answers to the test. She made you fucking learn it. Well, another one didn't either, but you did not like I didn't, her. I didn't. <laughs> I gave you the answers. She didn't when we were there. Swear? She gave you a handout. You didn't even have to write I them could, down. Really? So, <laughs> so. The, she must have, the, the COVID must have changed her because she made you fucking work for it. And she wouldn't, you wouldn't get handouts or anything. Like she, you would like take notes and like whatever. But I could also see just with the way it is, I could see her being like, oh my God, you're not getting, oh, this is terrible. Oh. And then, you know, doing exactly as she did apparently. So. So I started logging hours in the evening where we were left alone for hours, hours, because what the night instructor decided to do that the day did not do is when we cycled in, we were the second group that were doing this evening aesthetics program at this juncture, because I know they have done it before because I heard about it. I had another friend who did the evening program is Unlike the daytime where you'd be like, I'm starting and like, we're on hair removal. We're all doing hair removal this week. We would come in and this instructor would say, we're going to start on chapter six, but this group over here is on chapter 18. So then we would split up and then there were just hours where we weren't doing anything. And it was the last day before the school closed down where like I was getting hysterical, like actually like in the classroom. The instructor wasn't in the room, but she was making us color. She was making us color. I was spending 7,000 doll hairs to color in a room, and I can color at home. Say what you will about daytime and the whole experience, but they do not. It ain't like that, though. You know what I mean? Like, even the people that are giving you the answers make you work for it a little more than that. Like, I have a complete side note. Okay, so in the evening, these... <laughs> this is so shady, but I assume that the, the student who I will be referring to will never hear this. But if she does, she's stupid. And I'm just gonna, I'm gonna flat out say it right here. 
They, the evening program, the day program never did this. They had, for anatomy, they had to create a 3D sculpture of something of anatomy. So like a heart. What? Uh, swear. And whenever we started, they were presenting their sculpture things t- to us. And so this particular student decided to do blood. And what she did to represent blood <laughs> is in the middle of the day, like we were there from 530, 930. So at like noon, <laughs> she's, she threw some hot ones into a bowl of water. Some what? Hot ones, like the hot candy, like the hot hard candy. Oh, okay. And she, she no like went out of front of class. She's like, I don't know where the hot ones went. And I was like, baby, they dissolved. <laughs> this is new. Because <laughs> they were supposed to be the cells. I don't need to qualify this, but this person was a nurse. That's dark. That just goes to show you. (laughs) Ask questions. If something doesn't seem right in any setting you're in, any setting, you ask somebody else if they know what they're doing, whoever you're with. When we went on break, I turned to my friend and I was like, wow, she didn't know the sugar would melt. Because to I don't the night classes tend to be adults because they're busy, they're working, they're already doing. Are something. they? Because someone didn't take the time to know that sugar melts. I'm just saying, like, I know. I'm just telling you I that know. these are all working professionals for the most part in the evening. Right. They're doing something else during the day, and that is why they are there in the evening. So then, the first week back. After our little quarantine, after our Kiwi. first one, after, after Kiwi. little Kiwi, it was the first day back, and the first day back was rough for everybody because there was a lot of questions and there were not a lot of answers right. that our instructor could provide, nor that the people at the top of the school could provide, but mm-hmm. they are worthless humans. Ooh. The people who run this school are worthless humans. They are nasty. They don't care about any of us. Mm -mm. And it is very frustrating when you get referred to them to ask your question for them to resolve. Because you get treated like an imbecile. But really, they're the imbeciles. imbeciles. And also wildly incompetent. So incompetent. (laughs) So incompetent. Can't even do basic tasks that they theoretically have done Several hundreds of times. Thousands. Because technically it works the same for each individual. The same steps need to be taken. And yet you seem confused anytime someone's getting ready to graduate. I tell you, my last two days there, I stood outside of the office to have visual confirmation of all the things in my file. And to make sure all the PAL stuff was set up correctly. Because the last two people that had graduated before me had fucking issues. 
And I was like, not me. I don't have anything else to do. I do have the time. So I will stand outside of your office until you have the mo- a moment to speak to me. Because the last three weeks of aesthetics, you're just doing nothing. Fucking around. Yeah, you, you can choose to do things or you can choose not to do things because you've it done everything. Matter. And you're taking tests you've already taken three to four times. Yes. Because that's the other thing about starting whenever you get there is that eventually you catch up in the loop mm-hmm. and you have covered all of the material. So then all that's left is to recover the material, which in some cases, depending on if you like didn't pass and you missed the makeup period mm-hmm. or whatever, like fine. But like if you don't need it, then you're just there, which is frustrating. But please go back to the first day that you came back because we diverted. Okay, so I'm sitting there and I was like, my full-time job, which I do not think I'm ever going back to because they haven't reopened. R.I.P. Nor do I have interest in going back there. Which is fine. Um, <laughs> they, they never got back to me. And so I... I don't think they're open, right? No, no. No. I didn't think so. I called my... the. I wouldn't even say she was my boss, but I called the person who would tell the boss <laughs> for me. I was just like, I don't know when you guys are planning to reopen, if you plan on reopening, but here's my plan. Because up until when, because obviously, so in PA, the way that they reopened was that the governor basically gave different states. Different into, counties. Do, yeah. If, I'm sorry. Different. Correct. Different yeah. counties within our state different levels and once you hit green level that meant that like things could operate at a limited capacity and in our case our field essentially was able to operate in a limited capacity starting june 5th so i think you went back the following was it june 5th no it was june 5th okay because because i thought we were going to make it till the 15th without reopening but it was june 5th and then i think the school was was like a week or two later because they 15th right because I didn't even find out from the school. My boss told me because another person who works for the company was like, told them that she went back on the 15th. I was like, I'm sorry, excuse me. I'm going back to school on the 15th. And that was like a whole thing. It's very Ugh. funny. Anyway, I'm in that class that night. And I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. And so while I am, Less than 10 minutes into class, I am texting one of the administrators who can move me from night to day. And I was like, "That I will finish this weekend evening and you will move me to full time. And they got back to me and said that was fine. While I was in the evening course, like I was in class and I was like emailing to get out. Mm. And so the last, the last night that I was in the evening program. We made smoothies. Oh, I remember this. For four hours. And then I got yelled at because I didn't bring anything in to contribute to the smoothies. And I said, I was not interested in it. And I told her that earlier in the week. That I did not plan on participating. And it would be different if we were doing fruit facials. Because I was like, that's different. They did that in daytime. I also did it in daytime. I did not miss fruit facials. (laughs) I got around. See, I missed part of that day. I can't remember what I was doing, but I was like, oh, no, I'm missing the fruit facials. <laughs> the fruit facials are actually the worst. Yeah. I... And it was the first day 
post-COVID that someone put shit on my face and I was like, ah, burgers. I was like, ah, oh, nope. I didn't want to do this. <laughs> oh, I hate this. <laughs> um, quick side note. To the credit of the school, the, the, the facial products that we got are pretty good. Fucking great. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, they were like good. reputable we, as fuck. And technically, mud... Beyond the entry level is great. Like, if you, like, look into it and get a sense of what their larger reputation is, like, great reputation. Apparently, the upper level classes are, like, bomb. Like, people want to take those. If you can believe One, that. where is my MUD certification? Oh, it takes forever. You'll okay. get it in the mail. Okay. I was very curious about that. I was like, I it, definitely. It's it just, like, takes its time and shows up. I did not get that. No, it has, little to manila come, folder. it has to come, come from, from mud. mud. Okay. Yeah. We'll talk about mud in just a moment. <laughs> I didn't realize our first episode back was just going to be Tom shits on beauty school, but like, this is fine. No, I 100% have needed an outlet for this. For <laughs> He's like, I didn't make it clear to you, but this was my plan all world, along. <laughs> I have some wonderful news to end the podcast on, and Tiffany does too, I'm sure. I do. But we are... We're in this, and I just figured if there was anything that both Tiff and I could pop off about, it is this unprompted. And again, I have my Avril Lavigne episode ready to go. And I know that Tiffany has more Tina ready mm-hmm. for us at the, but it was just like, we wanted to come back and update you. And it's like, I Well, just, I think a lot has also happened yeah. from when we like left off to when our state fully reopened right. to now. So, yes. But also, like, I moved to full time and this is really why the podcast has like fall, had fallen off be- because Tiffany then was working evenings and I was going to school during the day and it was like we could record at 8 p.m. And I was like, uh-uh. Not when you not, had not to when be I, up no. like to go to school the next day. <laughs> no. Well, and also when we reopened, I was so fucking busy at the WAC mm-hmm. Center. It was psychotic. It was it was literally psychotic. Like, yeah, the money was good, but I'd rather make slightly less money like not as good money and like feel like I had my sanity because literally having not worked and was coming out of like a huge mental health slump Mm -hmm. going into work the first night because we opened on a Friday literally the business and the state like our county yes it did okay literally was booked solid and didn't sit down for six hours and, like, that doesn't sound like a big deal now, but it, after it, sitting on my ass for, like, almost three months, mm-hmm. honey, feet sore, back hurt, hungry as hell, I was shooketh. I was like, I don't even know if I remember how to do this. And y'all motherfuckers are booked. Like, what are we doing? It was psychotic. Plus, there was, like, a lot of mental anguish like navigating the landscape at that time. Now I feel like I'm in the groove and everything that we have to do to stay safe is a very second nature. Mm-hmm. But going back into waxing naked people during a global pandemic was fucking stressful. Like just mentally exhausted. And also I felt like we were only mentally healthy at opposite times. Correct. So like when <laughs> based I, on our schedules. Yeah. Based on our schedules, but also like when we would hit like peak mania or depression, it would be like, <laughs> like we would be on the opposite <laughs> sides of it. It's because not funny, but it's true. <laughs> it's, it's very true because I it, like Tiffany would be like, "Hey, are you down?" I'm like, "Oh no, <laughs> no, 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 no." 
on top of that, very blessed to be working now, but I also was working both weekend days on top of being in school throughout the week. And it took me a long time because I wasn't at Sephora every day where I was like only there on the weekends. And like, I just now feel like I got into my groove at Sephora, like post pandemic, like, well, mid pandemic. Well, yeah. It's anytime. So what I do now there <laughs> is I will work ops in the morning and then I'll work cash wrap. And then sometimes they'll be like, go out on the floor. And I'm like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> it's totally different now. It's totally different, I don't yeah. know if any of you have been in a Sephora, but it's a no-touch environment. They literally tell you that before they let you in. Mm-hmm. So then it's like, well, this person needs a color match. And I'm like, well, what the fuck does that mean? Though I've like, I can navigate it. It's a little clunky. It, but like, what? if you're doing it all day, it's like fucking weird. Like the way you it's have to kind of so like get around stuff. to me at this point. And also one of our coworkers came up to me and she was like, I think you're handling this the best. Like I, I've seen you adapt and people seem to really enjoy spending time with you even amidst all of the weirdness that we have to go through with them. And I was like, I, I'm uncomfortable. I was like, you're uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. We're going to be uncomfortable, but we're going to like try our best. I think the other no. thing is like, I notice a lot of people like constantly apologizing and I don't think that there's anything to be sorry about. Mm-hmm. None of us caused the pandemic. Mm-mm. And I don't think that I need to constantly explain to somebody like, oh, I can't touch you. Um, I'll, I'll, this is how we have to do it. It's just like, no, this is what it is. Yeah. This is what this looks like. And this is our return policy. Like if you yeah. really want to put up a fuss. Oh, 100%. I've just, I'm like, I'm going to do, I'm going to use this clear thing. I'm going to put some colors on there. We're going to go, huh, huh. We're both going to look in the mirror. We're going to go, hmm. I think that's the one. And you're going to go home and you're going to try it tonight. And if it doesn't work tonight, you're going to bring it back tomorrow. And we're going to get you either the right shade or a different formula. That's just the tea. That is, that That's is just what it, the, is. What it yeah. is at this juncture. Anyway, so I switched to daytime after being, being in the evening where we oh, barely touched, touched each other. And it was the first day. And we had, there is one instructor that Tiffany and I both adore. And it was mm-hmm. my, my first week was with this person. And I like couldn't wait. For Tom to be in the same room as this person, I was like, "You please must tell them that." But I But it hi. wasn't. I like, don't think I was ready to? to have her for the first week, because this person is like, "We go, we go, we touch, mm-hmm. we go, we go, we go, we touch, we go." Like there was no stopping. Uh-uh. And it, the first week back was mass chaos. We did not do mud the first week back, so we were doing all practical all week except for like theory for an hour. In they the probably morning. didn't know how to do mud at no, that point. Well, they were. They it was all. To their credit, they were like, I think, trying to figure out how to do mud safely on for us. And, and that was fine. <laughs> but I was it like, was like not ready to jump into like we did theory for an hour in the morning. I was like, this is fine. And then we came back from our first break, which is after like you, you you're an hour in, you get a break and then you come back from break. The teachers are like ready for a smoke. Right. After yeah. the first <laughs> yeah. hour of theory. And so our instructor, she was like, we're going to wax arms. She was like. Okay, go. And I was like, hello? hello? <laughs> Is this thing on? And I was like, mm, excuse me. You want me to just like put hot wax on this person and rip their hair out of their arm? And she was like, uh-huh. And I was like, but how? <laughs> <laughs> because that was literally how overwhelmed I was. Because the night program went so... Slow. I will say daytime is not like no, that. No, 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 no. Because daytime happens in eight weeks. 
can happen in eight weeks. Like, that's the shortest amount of time if you're it's there. Twel- every- uh, almost 12. It's like it's- 9 to 10 or something okay. like that. It is. Yeah. But I was going from a program that took five months to a program that took like weeks. Weeks. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, and I was already a third of the way through the program because of online learning and then the hours that I got in, in the evening. So whenever I was like, hi, I am confused. We are putting wax on people. The constructor was like, how many hours in are you? And I was like, like 112. And, and like, was, I have yet to do wax. And she was like, and you've like not done this? I was like, uh-uh. And she was like, okay. So she called a demo and she showed everyone how to do it. I was just like trying to cover my ass because I seriously. Well, that's the nice thing too is I feel like if you do need extra help with something or whatever, like someone's willing to help you. When we got to the end, if I didn't feel confident in the things that I had already known and learned through the program, there was ample amount of time when everyone was doing practical and the te- the instructors felt like everyone should be able to do it without supervision, where I could have been like, hey, and I did it a couple times, especially with facial manipulations. And when you do back facials, I was like, I can't just be doing butterflies for 10 minutes. Like you have to show me something else that I can do on this person's back. Like, so I was utilizing that time when I like had it. But at first, the other weird thing about the pandemic is they after, I don't know how long after your group they started doing this, but they only started bringing in new people every other month. That was some so time after. what they were doing is that basically when the new group came in, the old group only had like two weeks before they would all be graduated. Well, they were doing that every other month. So like I was a Mar- like I was a March group. The group before me was January. And that was also during the daytime. It was like a January group, a March group. Then we went into the pandemic. And the hours, some people didn't even do their hours. Some people did partial hours online. And some people did all the hours they could online. So in June, when we were all <laughs> in the daytime, and I like went from day, like from night to day. So like my hours were completely different from, we were all... On different weeks, that on different sucks. hours, on different... And so... And that's, like, nobody's fault, technically. No, but, like, no one knew what to do because they had yeah. never had it where, like, this person's graduating this day, that person's graduating tomorrow, this person's graduating two weeks from it now. It usually would yeah. happen in clumps. Yes. So there were that's no I do have sympathy, at least for the teachers, because right. that's who it falls on. Right. And that was, like, it was... I think it took me a minute to realize that the disorganization... Some of it was due to the fact that definitely none of us were on the same page. So like when you're on week eight, they start timing your services to see if you are like doing it in a reasonable amount of time. And that and so the our state does not do practical. Not anymore. um, I'm sorry. What boards? Mm -hmm. So the boards and there's no practical portion. So it's all theory. So no one's timing you and watching you do the services. Do you so, know why they stopped doing practicals for the theory? Because for For hard. the state licensure? Uh, because depending on the person that was proctoring your practical exam, mm-hmm. um, like the fail rate was astronomical. Like especially for the Cosmo. Oh. Because there's so much um, sanitation mm-hmm. and blood pathogen things and like – I know that it was so specific to like the things that you had to say when someone was in the chair because I had a friend who 
took boards. Mm-hmm. Like this was many years ago when they still had the practicals. 2011, I think, was the last. Yeah. Year. So this was this would have been right before then. Okay. Um, it was like it was bad. Like bad. Like if you got the wrong person who like really felt like being a hard ass and you didn't ask the one question, uh-huh. fail. Fail the whole thing. You could do the whole service because it's not like they're going to stop you and be like, oh, you failed. They let you finish the whole fucking thing, which took an extremely long time. And then they'd be like, oh, by the way, you fucking failed. Right. So like, I don't necessarily disagree with them like not doing. I'm not faulting them for not doing, but like, I just like literally couldn't imagine doing a fucking practical practical in front of somebody. So they would try to do it in the school. Yeah, kind of. In such a way. In so many words. They were more, when I was there, they were more picky about facials and like making sure that you were doing things for long enough. That is like the big thing. But because I would be on week eight and someone would be on week seven and someone would be on week six and someone would be like graduating that day. Who was timing me? Me. Right. Because you have to do a massage for 10 minutes, and that is a long time. That's why I don't want to do facials, homie. Like, a fucking standard facial is like, what, a fucking hour? A fucking hour, homie? An hour? Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? I love Even doing Even if you facials. do a fucking treatment or whatever. Like, okay, so that's like, what, a good seven minutes? Here's Maybe? the thing. So the, here's the thing. If you're doing DMK facials and not the school facials, you can leave the foamy lift on for up to 45 minutes. And you best believe I was. Oh, shit. (laughs) And you know what? That's the kind of thing where you don't even do arm massage during it or anything. You just leave it on. And so what was I doing? Bullshitting on my phone for 45 minutes. I was like... I'm going to go grab a hot towel. See, I took, I took it. I, you took it. I couldn't just do school. You know what I mean? (laughs) No, you couldn't. I remember when you were going. I like wanted to be the best and I'm still like this. Like I I just wanted to excel at it. You did. You know what I mean? No, no. A hundred percent. And like in that environment, I think it is very much like you get what you give because like if you ask more questions and you really want to learn the material, Mm -hmm. you're naturally going to spend more time focusing on doing things and therefore not sit at the very end of it for like you know what i mean for so long because people right. would get so shitty towards the end I and it's get just like towards that no i'm yeah, not but, saying yeah no but either. like there but like i know people, people who would were get like so fucking shitty and it's like if you gave a fuck you would have something to do right now and dead ass they liked me there because i literally didn't complain to them and two, I was like, I like respected them and I don't think they were used to that either. Do you know what I mean? Because people talk to them so fucking bad at that school. And like, it's not like they have the administration to like back them up either. Right. It's just more like, well, you fucking handle it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was just like, damn, it must suck to be a fucking teacher here. Like, ugh, I wouldn't want to do it. I know I wouldn't. Mm-mm. No, honey. No. The only way I would be a teacher is if I was like the aesthetics teacher there. And people straight up go back for the instructor course there. Mm. No. The state of Pennsylvania does not have an aesthetics education. No, they don't. None. Educator Zero. program. No. So I, if I wanted to be an aesthetics 
teacher. I would have to get my Cosmo license, work for two years, Mm -hmm. and then do additional hours. Or go to a state that has a master estheticians program. Because I looked, I already, when I was done with school and I like wasn't sure what direction I was headed in, I did all sorts of real research because I was just like, okay, so what else can I do with this? Because like now I have like the building block. Right. Because technically you do have a starting point now. Like you could technically go into like massage therapy and like you have this extra thing to add into like your practice if you wanted to. You know what I mean? That's like a there, whole other thing. There's That's like flexibility. Thing. Because if I wanted to do, I would love to learn lymph drainage in the aspect <sighs> of facials alone i don't want to work on your legs i don't want to work like i want to do shoulders up but there is no like massage no, license no, that like... would just like recognize so like it's either you go to massage school and learn how to be a massage therapist and then you get pigeonholed in both being a massage therapist and a facialist and you won't like you would get to use your massage license when you're doing a facial which would make your facial so much better so much better twelve thousand percent because we are literally just rubbing you and we're like, I Did the don't best know. teacher, the best teacher that we love so much, yeah. did she ever do the thing where like, she, pulls she up showed on you like the, oh neck. my yeah. fucking God. She did it on me. I had she, I was the demo. show me that twice because I was like, can you just like do it again? Because I literally felt so good. I thought I was going to like fall through the table onto the floor. <laughs> it like snatches your whole soul out. I did it to Jamila and she was like, I just felt, it felt like just like Dre did. And I was like, uh-huh. I was like it's I got so this. good. It's so it's good. But I do have some massage therapist friends who I might pay to teach That's me That's like some the cheap. way to yeah. do it. Like yeah. you have to know somebody mm. who will show you or just end up in a, in a med spa. Right. Where they realistically do some lymphatic but, stuff. Excuse oh, me. Baby Ryan is dreaming. <gasps> She is. She's a little, little sleepy poo. She's making small borks. Small borks. She's very comfy. She looks extremely comfy. She's good. I'm not even going to wake her up because that, these are cute noises. Sometimes she'll start moving and then I'm so like, okay, like, okay, okay, so okay. okay. Go. She's like, so there, she's, on the, she's on the couch. There's a blanket on the bottom cushion and she's just like where the back of the couch meets the front of the couch, like just right the in the, the little crease. Yeah. yeah, that little nook right there fits her body perfect. She looks so snug. So my first week was with our favorite teacher, but I wasn't ready to, I wasn't ready to receive her yet. Like I liked her, but I wasn't ready to like receive her. If that makes sense. Oh, she made a, she made <laughs> she a <did>. growl. <laughs> the, the next week I had an instructor who was fine. And I liked her. Mm-hmm. Um, she like was one of the teachers who gave me the, the answers to the test and kind of was just like, I really like this aspect of skin and I'm going to teach you that really well. Mm-hmm. 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 And then I go in for my third week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I have one of the most controversial <laughs> instructors at the school. And I don't even, it's not even the one with the bows. That's what I was. I wasn't sure which one you were talking about. It's the other one. The and I personally very much enjoyed my time with this instructor. I never really had a bad time. It wasn't until the very end when we were hitting like a switching season. Yeah, it's when you get to the end, specifically with my group. 
they are not starting a new group of students until this whole group that we came back with after COVID falls off. So they're starting a good idea. They're starting mid-September fresh. There's going to be like a handful of people who were around during the COVID thing. Uh, like the like when we were doing online le- distant learning, but there's gonna be most of them are gonna be like fresh, 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 which it is smart. But like my last week there, a lot of people have already done all of their practicals, so it was just a lot of like, what are you gonna do? So a lot of people will will resort to just like waxing and like that is not me, that is not my jam, and I'm no one wants to do facial. Re- facials in the room where we would have to do practical in because we w- we didn't always go upstairs that's, a, that's such a shame because upstairs so, is so nice well we weren't allowed to use steamers because of covid oh fuck mm-hmm. that sucks yeah the so, steamer is like the best part it is and it adds so much we were doing we could do them for back shoals, but we could not do them for facials because they weren't sure if that would <sighs> but the o2 shame. is supposed to be i know it, yeah, yeah it's yeah. supposed to be like the thing that cleans everything but yeah Anyway, that's really beside the point. That's very inside baseball. We're talking about like the O2 on the steamers. Whatever. <laughs> if you know, you know. If and if you, you don't know, know, then now you know. Whatever. But I felt like this instructor wanted us to learn so we could recall in the real world if a person asked us a question about a specific ingredient or like whatever we were learning about that week, that week we would know. It wasn't like a, here's a little phrase to get you through the test. Which is what some of them some do. Some did, yeah. Um, but this teacher was like into skin, loves skincare mm-hmm. in a scary way. Like was very into it. And so like I was like, I am also into skincare and I vibe with your vibe. But everyone else was like, I don't like that. Which I felt like it's like if you don't like her, like that's very much a response to her. It's like, No. No! <laughs> that is a reenactment of some people's real life fucking response to this person. I no, agree. No, I do. But that's also because, she, for lack of a better way to put it, she's like a miser. She's like a rules person. She very much is a rules And like person. you, I would ask to do literally anything. Whereas like some, some instructors, I would have the confidence to know that like I could go do it. Yeah. And no one would say anything. Because also like I wasn't going to like fuck off either. Right. But like with that person, I always asked and I always clarified like I'm going to go do this. Mm-hmm. Because like I wasn't getting fucking run down. My ass was not getting run down. But I was still kind of fresh to the game at that point. So I asked a lot of questions. I was like, can you show me how to do this the oh. way you would do so it? So of course she would. Of course well, she liked But you. because I, one, I I appreciated how, I, I believe her to be very smart in the field that we were yeah. interested in. Yeah, oh, absolutely. In. Definitely. So I was like, you, you can teach me the things I need to know. You know what I mean? Like, and I arguably, was, I'm sure that happened. Yes, yeah. I, she taught. I love the way she taught me how to wax. It was the only way out of all of the people. I'm telling you that I like enjoyed waxing. I enjoy waxing the most Turned with her. Turned me out with her wax. Mm. Yeah. So she, her she, and our fave, bless. Yes. And like she taught me how to tint brows, and she was very thorough with the education. And like, so I just like very much appreciate it. And then she, also she taught us chemical peels, and she she like pulled out this like giant bible of a book, and she was like, "This is the book for chemical peels." And I was like. I want to go to there. Like I like buckled it. I was like, 
yes, this is, we have finally hit, like, what Tom wants to do is, like, chemical peels, and I, like, even did extra education. Did you get for- to do uh, machine facials or anything? The machines were, like, always broken. Broken? Or it was, like, oh, the machines at North Hills. Both. <laughs> Both things happened while we were there. Oh, it's broken. So we did get to, um, one of the student teachers had a Tesla machine. So he brought Ooh, that in. So see, I could never do play. anything with that. We got to play with it a little because bit. You're pierced. Metal, yeah. Um, the Tesla, you can get away with piercings a little bit more than you can with. I was always with. too scared. Because then I have it's like it, fillings and stuff too. It gets a little more sensitive, but you can still do it. It's the galvanic that you yeah, can I know. be literally cannot. With. Because yeah. every time somebody would ask me and I'm like, no! <laughs> um, yeah, so we did chemical peels and microderm with her and I was like, this is my favorite. Oh, see, I would have liked that. I had someone else teach me. Uh, I had my, that was like my favorite day. I will tell you, like, that was the day I was most interested in. Me and Jamila were, like, chemical peeling, I should do the thing. I should do PCA. Because I would you end up using should. it. We should do one. Soon. I mean, of course. If we can, whenever I we have can. $400 worth of products. Should I not use retinol for a short amount of time? I mean, I'm, I'm using a retinoid. It's not even I don't think that matters. It's, it's not even retinol or retin-A or whatever. Good. Yeah. I would just, like, not do, like, the Dr. Dennis Gross fuel pads for a few days afterwards. So listen to me. This is who I am now. I'm doing, I'm using those like three days a week. Mm-hmm. And then on the alternate days, I'm doing the, the Luna. Oh. And like my skin felt pretty snatched this morning. I was like, ooh. And I wasn't super oily when I woke up, which mm-hmm. is like usually what happens as I wake up in a slick. And I was like, I actually feel like, like on the drier side. And I was like, oh, this is exciting. Mm. Fuck me up. Both Tiffany and I are, like, in the process of, like, resurfacing our faces. Honestly. Yeah. Oh, the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. So I will, I will happily do some chem peels Please. on you. For sure. So did you just do it all online for the PCA yeah, thing? Yes. So I bought it through the school, and they were doing, like, a special summer Fuck. sale. That's and so I bought – there was only eight of them at the summer sale price. I believe it. And God bless that extra money from unemployment. I ran up. To that admin office and had to talk to someone I do not like. And I was like, here is $350. I would like my PCA, please. See, that wasn't even offered to us when we were there. Well, I think it used to be something you do in school, but now it's all online. And I was like, this is the one extra certification I can do for me without having them involved. To be here. So. Yeah. Yeah, I'll just do um, it anyway. I, it's worth it. And if you can, I think you can. I still- literally have it saved on my phone because like I found it whenever that was. <sighs> It's amazing. Your skin sloughs off. It's like, it's a whole thing. I love. Yeah. The one day we did, I got a chemical peel, but like taught it. Whoops. Whatever. She taught it. And I don't think it was the same experience you had, unfortunately. I did the chemical peel on my hand and I was still so amazed by my hand results that I was like, I would like to do that to my face. They used like two week of a peel on me and Mm. I knew it, but I have like. Was it a PCA? I don't know, but I, it wasn't the right strength. And okay. I knew when they made the decision, they like analyzed my skin, analyzed, analyzed my skin. <laughs> analyzed. I have like a ruptured thing on my, like a small blood vessel on my chin. And I think it's from when I was sick and I was mm. coughing, <laughs> like general trauma to my face. <laughs> and she was like, 
oh she has like a broken blood vessel down here and she's like fair so like we're gonna do like the mild peel and I was like do you see how big my pores are do you see how oily I am and we're in this air-conditioned room right now. Don't you think you could take it up a notch? But, like, I wasn't going to, like, insult this person. I love whenever they're like, you have one broken capillary. I'm like, one. Right. One. But, like, it's their job yeah. to be like, they're like, oh, your pores. I'm like, yeah, bitch, because I'm fucking oily. Peel me, bitch. You fucking little pussy. Peel me. <laughs> Tighten that shit. Oh, peel me, you fucking whore. I got something done, and I was just like, I look the same. This was not what I signed up for. <laughs> I have so many stories from preschool. McKenna's being my favorite story, but it's not. It's not a story for this. Isn't time. it? Isn't it a time though? I have made friends for life in school. See, one hundred percent. There you go. Which I was not expecting, especially switching to daytime. Jamila, my ride or die, because we went from night to day together. Bless. In her whole traumatic experience, her last day, I feel so bad. They told her parents to turn around because someone tested positive for COVID and now they're quarantining for two weeks. She did not get the last half of her last day. So Are they going to make her come back? No. Thank God. No, but like her graduate, like she, her people were coming in for her graduation. That's And she so just helped people like turn around, turn around, bright eyes, turn around. Fuck. Yeah. That and she blows. looks so fucking cute too. I like saw that. I saw the pictures. Jamila's my bitch. <laughs> She's my ride and I love her so much. Um, anyway, then I had the woman with the bows. Hmm. And I had, like, I hadn't had, like, I was having a time, but that week I had a time. And I think I had never popped off on Tiffany more. I was like, I don't know how you, I don't know how you did it. I think part of it was where you were at. Yeah. It was like how far into the program I was. And I was just like. But like uh, that person is mm, a flavor. mm, She's a flavor. And you can navigate it. And it's not even that she's like a bad person necessarily. I came around to her in the end. But it's strong, strong flavor, baby. I will say the first four days of that week, I was having a time. Strong flavor. Yeah. I was like, uh uh-uh. And then the last day I was but because that's because it was my last day of mud and I took a test and I like did not have to touch that fucking makeup for the rest of the, my time at that school and I was hated. fuck yeah I, I'm gonna go through this episode and edit it it's fine she's also a real one with mud too because she knows it's bad <laughs> I think it's time to talk about mud okay so here's the thing about mud here's the thing you get these kits now, the fun thing is when you open your kit, it is what it is. You get brushes and you might not get the same brushes as the, the student who's sitting next to you. Oh, that's a real thing. That happened to us. Oh, I And then know. we opened our single eyeshadows and what? I got. Oh, the same. Right. Yeah. You put into the, the palette. We all got different shades. Not all of us no got the same No fucking way. Chain. Really? So we have different brushes. So one, we're at a disadvantage because we all have different tools. LQ, she got a beautiful blending, like a, a buffing brush. I never got a fucking blending brush. No, no. Sorry, not a blending brush. A buffing brush oh, for okay. her foundation. Okay. I got the flat one. I got the flat one too. And I was like, if you are using a flat foundation brush, can you DM me? With that <laughs> thick ass Makeup and just and just explain cream. <laughs> if you just explain to me how you use it, 
because I don't, it doesn't put any product into your skin. It just lays on top. <laughs> and so you get these eyeshadows. And my personal kit, I got three mattes. Mm-hmm. I got a beige, little beige shade. I got a black shade. And it wasn't the eyeliner, which is a different thing. And then I got like a burgundy. I got the burgundy. You didn't get the gold? No, I have a gold. I have a shimmer gold. And then I got five shimmers. None of them really I like. I don't think I got five shimmers. Oh, I got five shimmers. Three oh, I mats. got a light pink. No, no light pink. I got oh, like a shiny white. Like I got a flat pink color. I got a shiny white. I got a shiny gold. I got a shiny bronze. I got a shiny brown. What? And I got a shiny like deep brown. Oh, wow. The flavor. And then I got two blushes. Neither one would work on a deep complexion. No. Neither oh, one. Oh, I wonder if that's what I'm thinking of. It wasn't a light pink shadow. I often, it was probably the I often blush. use the blushes as a Yeah, exactly. Well, because you kind of learn, like, to have any sort of range, you had to, like, use things. And so, like, I got a concealer brush, which I used for contour because it was the only brush that I think I could I still use that brush. Contour. Just because, I mean, at this well, point uh, I have it. No, so. no. I'm, it's moving. That brush is definitely, like, moving into my personal collection. But none of the brushes are going to stay in my professional kit. No, no, because they're like fine quality, but none of them are brushes that you would need all the time, except for the angle brush. Right. And they give you a fan brush and they tell you to put on mascara with it, which is like, I don't even understand. No one needs a fan brush that small. Why? Mm. Absolutely. Why? You don't get you get a clear brow gel, but no other brow products to fill in the brows. You need a black liner, a taupe liner, which is like a weird Oh, I don't know if I got taupe. I got taupe. And you get two lip liners that don't match any of the three lipsticks. Yes, correct. You get a deep purple lipstick, a nude lipstick, and a sheer bright red. It's sheer. Mine was sheer. It like did not really show up. I was so I don't think I got those. I think I got like a a pinky nude and like the red one. I don't remember the dark one Maybe i, got, like I an did get it one. i think, I think no one wanted to use that one in that i why. used it all the time which is what i wanted to <laughs> yeah. do but like nobody that i was working on was trying to let me do well that. i was working on mannequins right so i had to draw on eyebrows from scratch every single time and let me tell you i drew instagram brows one time on my mannequin brows are and fucking hard i was told off they were like no one wants that and i was like this was literally the only way I could get them to match symmetrically in shape. And they were like, you have to draw the hairs. That's like, not everyone does that. There are going to be clients that I have that want an Instagram bro. And I realized that's not the T for everybody. But like, I think someone who never does their brows then has good brows is going to be appreciative of the brows that I give them. It's true. But I will say having done many, 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 <sighs> many brows at this point, yeah. some people don't know. Right. What they could have and are very content to just like have ugly brows. And you just have to let them have those ugly brows because <laughs> that's what they want. Honestly. Okay, you just clean them up and I'm like, uh-huh. And like you ask probing questions. And now I will show you the brows that I did the other day. I don't. Did you see the homophobic fly that just flew yes, in just front a, of my it's face? it's literally just a fly. So. <laughs> I 
anyway, so this then you get four, not one, not two, but four creme palettes of foundation, concealers, shadows, highlights, the whole thing. I have not touched those. They probably have fucking like mold on them. Probably, or just like the condensation. Like they split or whatever. Like I don't even know if those are still good. With the packaging that they ship them to you in. So they come in with like a magnetic top that you can like, like swivel all the way Like how are mine off. possibly still good? They can't be. No. I haven't touched them in a year. I probably have to throw that shit out, right? Were you going to use them? Never. Oh. Realistically. They, it is garbage product. And they it's give you this. not good. They give you this garbage primer to use with them and like you can try to cut the cream like, with literally it's like the all only, i did yeah like the, the only, only way, way to really make it usable <laughs> it's like cut it with the primer but the other thing was like you had to mix shades to match oh, people you sure did and the teachers were like everyone's olive i'm like no two people are olive lq is one of them and she has this to be in this class and she's like not this olive and then they call they flip warm and cool shades oh my god and it was so confusing whenever i started i was like wait a minute because they say ruddy shades are warm which is like red undertone which any other brand will call a pink to red undertone a cool undertone and then they call the yellow undertones cool it's like doesn't make any fucking sense any sense it's it is the wildest ride and i was like blessed enough to just work on mannequins but people were trying to because they knew i was good at makeup they were like tom can do i was like no no i no i will not no i'll work on a mannequin (laughs) (laughs) and so that's what i did yeah now's not really the time to be in someone's face to that degree for that long people were like you just do the eyes i was like no thank you And then I graduated and it's over. It's over. It's over. I will. So in the rotation, I did get our favorite teacher a second time and I had a blasty blast with her the second time. Mm. And that's where we really bonded because there was like less people. It was like easier to like chat with her. And I think she like knows that I was like serious about what we were doing, but I was also like very upset with like what was going on in a macro sense. Right. Yeah. So I think she like understood I wasn't in it 100% because I was frustrated, but she knew that I'm like, I'm there. Like my, like my testing, even beyond like being given the answers, I'm very invested in like knowing things. And I think she knew that. And I think that's why like her and I vibed a lot. And I was both Tiffany and I are very funny people and like some people are like not as fun in this program so we are like a ray of light when we come in and we're like do 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 yeah I think they I swear that like truly like bringing the vibe up is very valuable in that environment but they gave me they gave you give awards whenever you graduate and I got sweetest personality and I was like I talk so much shit on this school when you are not in the room I think they just mean you were sweet to them yeah, that's like literally I've what never, that means I never gave shit directly to no because it's not their fault no no it's not their fault no okay that was ends it's we're an hour 15 in so that ends esthetician rant Jesus God. thank you for joining us I think that would be fun for people just because we are like popping off should we 
Should we start with our good our good news? I mean, I have lots of things I'd like to say. Yeah, oh, please go off. So everyone knows, or maybe you don't. Everybody knows. <laughs> I was working at European Wax Center. I will call them out. European Wax Center. Mm-hmm. And also Sephora with Tom Moss. Now, I went back. Wait, what did you just say? Tom Moss. And okay. I, went, I went into both environments again upon re-entry into society. Now, the wax center has always been a problem for me. I've talked around it being a problem for me on this podcast before. But now that, that it's behind me and the chapter is closed, I will say it's a problem for me. Uh, they didn't like me. I didn't fit in with the people that worked there. And it was always like a low-key hostile environment for that reason because no one could have like face-to-face adult conversations. And ultimately, um, <laughs> that like just didn't work out. And I put in my two weeks uh, a couple weeks ago, whenever that was. And I, you guys, they didn't even let me like finish my two weeks and no one works there. And when I say no one works there, I mean like people continue to leave all the time, especially the location I was at. And literally no one works there. And they still were like, you, ma'am, do not need to come back. They said, they, honey, honey, they didn't even give me a phone call. They emailed me on a Sunday to let me know I didn't have to come back in on Tuesday because Mondays are my day off. Emailed me to tell me that the day before was my last day. Truly is the chain of events. The emails that were sad. And Tiffany's Tiffany's last email, I swear, you guys, is like, it's like so perfect. The, it was like, it was polite until the very end. And Tiffany was like, by the way, no, you're not it. So essentially, like, <laughs> there was all, all this back and forth. Well, not all this back and forth, but the person that I worked under directly was, was younger than me. And I think she felt threatened by me realistically because I would like come to her directly as a human being and really any of them there. And, like, I don't know that they ever knew how to handle that. But there was a situation at the WAC Center in a larger sense with COVID or whatever, and they made a shitty call. And I didn't go to this person. I went to the franchise owner instead and was like, what is protocol on this? Because I'm confused. Because there seems to be mixed messaging here. And I'm, I just don't understand why we even bother to try to like cover our act, like to, to act like we care what people are doing outside of coming into the wax center when ultimately it doesn't matter and we're just going to wax them anyway. And like this person was so pissed and like I tried to squash it with them and it kind of worked, but ultimately like my place definitely wasn't there and I'm shocked I made it to even remotely close to a full year, including quarantine of being an employee at this place. But the last email that was sent, so like I had sent her and I told her to her face, like I'm putting in my two weeks. And I said to her then, I was like, this isn't really like a personal thing against you necessarily. I was like, we just, I was like, I feel that we both know that this is not my environment. This is not meant for me. And she was like, okay, great. Didn't ask me any further questions. There was no offer of an exit interview. And I was reminded that when you are interviewed initially and are hired they tell you you're gonna get one i was not offered one can't imagine why not but um 
she like didn't even ask me for additional questions. She was just like, okay, you can email me like when your last day is. And I was like, great. And I was going to give them the full two fucking weeks out of the goodness of my heart because I am a grown person quitting a job and that's what you do. Meanwhile, I, I'm like working somewhere else now and I had this waiting in the wings for me and I still was like, no, I will finish my time first before I get to move on to the next thing. So that was a Thursday, my dudes. Thursday. I worked Friday and Saturday, my friends. And then on Sunday, they emailed me and said Saturday was my last day. And the way that it was phrased was like low-key passive-aggressive and... For some reason, they decided to call out the fact that I took my shoes home. And I will tell you, friends, in the state of PA right now, like if you work in that kind of environment, you're supposed to leave your shoes there, I guess. That's like some vague thing that the state like wanted you to do. So they they on paper are very much covering their asses. But like as far as anything else, they could care less as far as COVID goes. And I did take my shoes on Saturday. Why? Because I assumed they were going to tell me not to come back. I knew on Saturday, I was like, man, I have a feeling they're actually going to tell me I don't have to finish my two weeks. I got waxed, threw out some shit I had in a cubby, like in a little drawer that they gave us, and fucking took my shoes. Because I was like, if they tell me not to come back, then it's done. And I don't need to like worry about what you're going to do with my shoes or like whatever. Like, fuck those shoes. I threw them away. (laughs) But I took them anyway because they were my shoes. To throw away. To throw away. Yeah. So when, when the email was sent, it was like, oh, after reviewing the book, you know, we've decided that your last day was August 1st. Uh, we noticed that you took your shoes. So as far as anything left at the center, you're only, the only things that are left here are the scissors. So those shitty ass tweezers that they gave me also that are European wax tweezers, I guess they wanted to keep those. But I left them there anyway. And I'll tell you why, friends. Because for the last two weeks that I worked there, we didn't have fucking barbicide in a fucking pandemic. No barbicide. And if you don't know what that is, that sterilizes your tools. So we did not have barbicide for two weeks. And all of the waxers had been soaking their implements in C3, which is like this very strong chemical cleaner. And cutting it with water. And towards the end, I was using a splash of that shit and cutting it mostly with water because it was eating my tools. So towards the end, I was using rusty scissors. Rusty scissors. If I had to even use them at all to trim people's eyebrows. Okay? So she's telling me, you can come pick up your scissors or whatever. And so my response was something to the effect of, I understand. I had a feeling this might happen based on how slow the business has been. Totally understand. And as far as like my scissors go or or any remaining, you know, items, feel free to throw those away because they got rusted because there hasn't been barbicide for two weeks. Best of luck. And that was how my time ended. Essentially. Where are you now? (laughs) I now work at... A real life salon owned by a real life adult that I have a a fair amount in common with. And not only that, our moral compasses align. And this person has values. And the salon is called Die Pretty. T-Y-E Pretty. The aesthetic, the messaging, 
is all in line with the energy I also feel that I have. And when I met with this person and like within the first like 15 minutes of us talking, I was like, I'm ready to quit the WAC Center now (laughs) because I knew I wanted to be there because not only is the environment great, the person that owns it great, but I can like do whatever I want. My boss doesn't fucking care. If I walk in there and I'm like, I have this great idea. I think we should do X, Y, Z. It's not only going to be entertained, but like seriously considered. And like having that control uh, and create, like being able to be like a little creative with it too is so exciting. Like it's only going to get better when we're not in a global pandemic also. (laughs) Which I'm excited for the eventuality of it. But like it was all very collaborative, like getting set up there was like, well, what do you need? What else can I get you? Like, is this the right equipment? Whatever. Like having literal control over what I'm doing and not having to follow like other people's standards and like really only interact with white people all day. Upper, upper echelon, upper echelon. And when I say that, y'all, I mean like lower middle class, realistically on the, on the, on the scale there, but they really, the where I was located in the city, they really think there's something up there. And it was largely snooty, shitty ass white people. Dead ass. So simply not having to put up with that in an environment where I'm already disliked. It's just, it's just wonderful. It's wonderful. And then I get to be there and Sephora, basically. And my boss does not care at all. Like Sephora needed coverage all last week, realistically. But mm-hmm. like they contacted me like three days in a row and then asked me for Friday. And um, I all I did was go to my boss and I was like, I don't have anything on the books for Friday. Would you care if I worked there instead? Because it seems like they really need some help. And she was like, absolutely. They're going to pay you. Go. Go do whatever you need to do. I like have control over what I'm doing (laughs) and it feels so good and I don't have to go in there and like try to act like I'm not who I am or even try to like boil it down to Tiffany light TM Mm -hmm. like I get to be full ass me all the time I get to wear what I want it is like so nice it's commission only which is stressful but like I'm figuring it the fuck out because if there's anything Josh has taught me in the time that we've been together is that like you can find money anywhere. Like if you need money, that's the least of your fucking problems because you can suss that shit out and bless, bless the unemployment money from QE because I banked a lot of that shit. So I have like a cushion should I need it. Mm-hmm. And then the best part is, the best part is, not only do I get to continue to do whatever I want and make money doing it under the current scope of practice that I have right now at this time, come the beginning of next year, after we get through the holidays, I'm going to start to apprentice under my boss so I can also be a full-blown cosmetologist and do hair. And it is going to be fucking off the wall incredible because- Truly, my boss, what their focus, what what the focus is or what she would like to do is literally be an educator, like hone people's skills and foster them being super successful. Like I don't and she she said this. She was like her ultimate goal is not to be behind the chair, but to like literally be like 
running the business and like supporting the people within it. But like not necessarily like doing it, doing the work itself, which is like fine by me. Teach me. Ho. I already know like more than probably the average person does just because like I fucked around within some hair stuff or whatever. And then I can also get fucking services whenever I want. I got my hair cut twice in the last like six weeks. The fucking privilege. While I grow my hair out to have access to trims. Please. No one can tell me anything. Honey, I got this like aquamarine fantasy on my head right now. My fucking full eyebrows are blue. I could go into work like this and Gab would be like, oh my fucking God. No one would look at me weird. No one would make sideways comments. And even the people that come in there would not have sideways shit to say, honey. Because I'm now back out in the real world, not in the microcosm. That was like the shitty location where that place was and in within the, the shitty place just in general. That felt good. That felt good. You got that off your chest. It felt good. Felt good. Also, it was brought up to me because not only, not only did I leave, in this time frame in which I left the wax center, somebody was transferring to a different location and somebody else just left. And then they've since lost one other waxer at this point. And then, so two of the people that I worked with at the wax center also now work with me at the salon. They're there like a day or two a week right now. Mm-hmm. But they said that their last day at the at the wax center, um, my name was brought up multiple times and it looked like they were shooting the manager in the test because she just like immediately got visibly uncomfortable. And that fills me with joy. I hope I make those kind of people uncomfortable. <laughs> oh my God. You know what I forgot to fucking tell you? What? Okay. This, you guys, this is going to get like a little insider baseball, but I'll try to like give enough context so it makes sense. So when I started, okay, I agreed to work at the salon while still at European Wax and I was going to dedicate one day a week there. I had dropped an extra day at the wax center just to maintain my sanity already prior to even finding out that the salon existed and that they were looking for help. Like I just put this motion, put this into place because I was going to lose my mind being there. <laughs> like Five days a week or whatever. So I was just going to work at the salon one day a week. And my boss made a post about me and the two other people that started working there. Literally within the half hour that it got posted, somebody saw it and sent it to the manager of the wax center and was like, oh, did you see this? Did you see what they're doing? Did you see what they're doing? No. I thought it was the main aggressor at the wax center who like has always had an issue with me and was like a real shit stir. No, technically not that person. It was this other person that I told this person. Was it one of the blue lives matter people? Yes. Okay. That's the other thing y'all. That's the other thing y'all. I was in a crowd (laughs) of people. I, okay. Big facts. One time I got in trouble because I made one of the girls there who's a big Trump supporter who wanted to be a cop. 
I made her cry. <laughs> and I got in trouble. You never do. Yeah. Technically, she wasn't supposed to hear what I was saying. I was saying it to somebody else, but she overheard me. And I made her cry. I didn't even say anything that bad. I just said what I said was, it's bad and it's bad and it's. I think I said it's bad enough or inexcusable enough that she's a Trump supporter. But now I'm finding out she wants to be a cop. Like you cannot fucking trust her. And she heard me say that. And I think I said <laughs> other things. <laughs> I got in trouble. <laughs> Y'all, that. <laughs> okay, the week the week that the county opened up. We had a training at the WAC Center where we went over what our new protocol was going to be. Two of these fucking people at this center. I shit you not. This was the week of June 5th. So George Floyd died what? End of May? Yeah. So, like so less ago. than two weeks? Yeah. Less than two weeks? Two people showed up at the training in Blue Lives Matter shit. Two of them. Like, this, these are the people I worked with. So it was one of them that sent it to the manager, right? But the other one, the shit talker who, like, also didn't like me, like, ran all over the whole center and made sure anyone else who wasn't a part of the initial conversation made sure that they knew that we were going to work somewhere. And they were all gooped and gagged. Like, how dare we? Technically, there was no, like, non-compete when we got hired at Ooh, well, I don't really care. Now, the girl that is transferred has run into issues because the manager told her new person and like they established in the new hire paperwork like, well, you can't wax there or whatever, which is like fine. But here's the other thing is like all this drama had gone down just because we got announced on social media to be working there one day a week, right? All these people are pressed manager never said anything to anybody about it literally never had a direct conversation with any of us and yet all of this all of this conversation was happening happening regardless so that being said i knew that the main the main aggressor person i knew she was running around talking about me so like my last couple days there i did not even look at her Because I was like, I fucking know what you're doing. And if I confront you, I will then, it will be, I will be confirming every shitty thing you think about me. And then you will get to say, oh, Tiffany yelled at me. Oh, like, uh, did you, she yelled at me. Like, she's crazy. She was nuts. No matter how I approached it, it was going to turn into me coming for her and poor this person and whatever. So I was like, I'm just going to fucking act like you're a wall. Like no interaction. And I, for as like shitty intense as it would get there sometimes, I always said hello to everybody and I always said goodbye. Because I think it's fucking weird when people like come into places and like don't greet each other. You know what I mean? And it's like a small environment. The centers yeah. are tiny. So like you're coming in. We know you're coming. Like we know you're there. So I always said hello and goodbye. I literally stopped like all acknowledgement that this person even existed. Because I assumed she was the one who like let the cat out of the bag because everything she was saying was getting back to me anyway. Mm -hmm. 
So it was like, I fucking know what you're doing, but like, I'm not going to give you the fucking satisfaction. And then once like I'd made the decision to quit, it's like, well, I'm definitely not interacting with you because like I could care less. So all that being said, I left. They told me to leave. They all got their druthers there or whatever. It was all finally over. Don't you know this person tells my fellow coworker that like came with me who transferred out and like now works at the salon with me, whatever, says to her, I don't know what I did to Tiffany. I went to check her social media to reach out to her to see if she was going to need a lash model. And she must have blocked me on Instagram. Do you know why she would have ever done such a thing? Did she say anything? (laughs) Truly, that's what she said. I swear to fucking God. Ah! I know. Can you believe? I can. I can. can. Yeah, I can. You did low-key try to warn me. I did. You were just like the environments. Sweaty. And I was like, oh, but like, I'll be fine. It tears away at your soul slowly. I working there have never given my two weeks and cried from sheer relief before. And like, I couldn't wait to quit Nintendo. I was like so excited because I was just like ready to be done. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> just like fully ready to be done. Cause you were there for that. Yeah, I, was I was ready to be done. I literally went in and talked to Carly came in and came back into my suite and shut the door. And I was like, crying like not just like like oh oh, like crying like tears down my face because I was just like like this is almost over (laughs) like I like didn't realize how much of a weight I was just like carrying with me all the time because I was just trying to make it work because the sad fucking thing is is like the job is fine I can do that job Mm -hmm. Like, I can talk to people all fucking day. I don't care what you look like naked. I don't care that it's, like, mostly vaginas for hours on end. I don't care. None of that bothers me. Literally, zero of that bothers me. And even with, like, the COVID stuff, I, like, adapted towards the end. It was, like, tough going at first. But I had, like, gotten into my groove. And it was just, like, a part of the fucking function at that point. I was just, like... I'm fucking watching and waxing these coochies in a pandemic. Oh, well, they do stay need waxing, though. Like, I get it. Like, whatever. You know what I mean? And I had, like, my steady group of clientele that, like, I got cool with. Like, you know, I had, like, people I would look forward to seeing. And, like, they knew shit about my life. I knew shit about their lives. Like, that was all gravy. It was literally the fact that the people that worked there were utter trash. And even worse, the person managing them was just as bad literally just as bad and like not even a good manager to boot what kind of manager can't have a direct conversation with somebody over even just minute things like you gotta be fucking fucking me honestly so now i can go wax in the beautiful salon. And it is beautiful in there. It looks pretty in the photos. It is beautiful. It is very far away 
from me public <sighs> transit wise. So, which is fine. Yeah. But you know, ironically enough, my friends are more willing to come to where I'm at now because getting to fucking pain in the ass yeah. and no one wants to go up there. Period. Period. And this is the other thing that happened that like kind of sent things into a tailspin for us. Like my grandfather wasn't well, ended up in the hospital. And then literally, I don't know, <laughs> two and a half weeks later, it's discovered like Josie definitely needed surgery, which she had two weeks ago and she's fine. But I've been like very involved with their care since like Pap got sick. And it, it has been a roller coaster. Remember when he was throwing rocks? <laughs> that poor man he just is like honestly guys it and i'm not gonna get like real dark but like it they're not it's not cute there's like a way to grow old and like do it with grace and dignity and like my grandparents are not doing that my grandparents are like going out with a fight tooth and nail they're like no we're not fucking old we are not fucking old except all these things keep happening to us and we keep ending up with medical issues and we can't do things like we used to and when we try bad things happen they are like fighting aging so hard so I go and see them pretty frequently at this point. Like once or twice a week, I'm like, or more, I'm up there. I'm getting them shit. I'm doing small things around the house, whatever. So like that was a whole other thing. But I'm like so close to them too. I'm literally on the other side of the Squirrel Hill tunnels. And they literally the first exit when you get through the tunnel mm-hmm. is Greenfield where they live. So I am so close. So when her little happy ass, Josie's happy ass, calls me and goes, oh, I need a two liter of Diet Pepsi. I'm like, bitch, I'm across the street from a Walmart. Let me go get that for you. And then I will drop it off on my way home. It is so wonderful. Blessed. Blessed. I feel highly blessed. I can't believe I'm saying that because... Well, I also discovered recently. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I also discovered recently and not discovered. I'm still like figuring it out and like there's more. I don't know what else needs to be done or said or or if I can even do anything else. But like it's not going to be as easy as I thought it was going to be to get pregnant. Like it's going to be more of a. The way I've been explaining it to everybody because the other thing that's so fucked up is, like, I have found two of our coworkers at Sephora also have the same issue and will encounter the same issue if they decide to try to have kids, which is, like, one sad. Didn't know it was that common, but literally incredibly fucking common. But, like, I thought someday when the time was right and I was ready to have kids, all I was going to have to do. Stop using condoms to get off birth control. It was just like, I can't even tell you, Tom. Like, I literally, it felt like I would simply have to choose to open the door and my life would begin. And I would have a baby and it would be all about raising the child and, like, the struggles that come with that. Like, everything, everything from that point forward. It was just like, I will make the choice and it will happen. And, like, my family history led me to believe that it would work that way because like my mom and my grandma are extremely fertile no issues at all getting pregnant but it's like not gonna work like that for me 
So like right now I don't really ovulate, not really conducive to having a child at all. They don't know if it's PCOS or something else, but like, so I'm like grappling with that and that's hard. But like, if we set that aside, everything is great. But overall, I am very, I am very blessed. And I am also realistically blessed to have like access to medical care and health insurance to even be able to like go talk to somebody about the fact that like I have certain things going on and like I don't know what any of it means. Like I'm able to talk to a doctor about mm-hmm. it at all. But like I have also been very busy. <laughs> you used to make fun of me all the time for saying I was very busy. <laughs> well, I guess I like just never think about it in those terms. But like I am very busy. You are very busy. Like between working because it's technically still two jobs right and then when the when the salon is slow and when i don't really have anybody or like i'm not really making money um then it's like well what else am i going to do to make money besides work at sephora and luckily i have a couple avenues for that which is like hustling delivering groceries which i've done which is actually not that bad i was like i'm gonna hate this and i'm gonna feel like a loser doing it not true Pays pretty well in our area. I guess this is not always the case, but, like, our area is kind of lit for such work. In case anybody's out there listening and, like, needs a couple bucks. Very easy to jump into. Two, pays pretty well. Three, like, there's a lot of that work available if you so choose to pursue it. Four, feels like I'm playing supermarket suite. Not that bad. I fucking put in headphones and listen to podcasts and, like, zoom, zoom. Deliver stuff to people's fucking doorsteps because nobody wants to see you. No face-to-face contact in amongst these trying times. Even better. It's not that hard. And I would rather be slightly concerned about money and, like, need to figure it out or do whatever I need to do and not fucking work at the WAC Center where I was, like, making easy money. Meanwhile, they're already so fucking slow. Because in that... You know, in that business, obviously, like the summer months are popping. It's Mm -hmm. litty. Everybody's trying to get together and hairless. And like, yeah, it slows down like towards fall. They are. When I tell you. It wasn't a gradual drop off. It was like steady, 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 slow. Like slow as fuck there. I don't think that center does very well. In and of itself. I haven't been there in four years, so. Terrible. Garbage. Trash. Trash. Okay, so now, if you're, are you going to talk about, are you going to talk about your thing? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if you were going to, but then I figured, like, I could get a little dark (laughs) and admit that I'm trying to have a child (laughs) and it's not going well. And then you could, like, bring us back up. I thought I was going to cry. That's, like, the first time I've talked about it and not cried. So, like, I feel pretty... You did it. Pretty proud. We talked about it over text, but we haven't, like, talked about it. Every time I've tried to talk about it in person, I literally start to cry. It's so, so sad. I just have, like, a lot of feelings. And you think you're allowed to have a lot of feelings I am. So, So, like, I didn't want to cry because it's not, like, the end of the world. And I don't think it'd be the first nor the last time we cry on this podcast. No, but I also know I'm going to have a kid. I know I'm going to have a kid. I know you're going to have a kid. I know I'm going to have a kid. And I've got to fucking babysit it so uh, well it is what it is. <laughs> whether it be like i have a kid sooner rather than than too late or if i if it's way later then i will just adopt some baby from somewhere like i will be a parent i will be a gunkle 
But, like, the problem I'm having right now is, like, getting over the fact that it's, like, not going to just, like, be easy PC. It's not right there. Like, right. I thought I was, like, on the precipice. Like, when we had sex, like, not that many weeks ago and I was flipping out, I literally thought in my core, I was like, I'm going to get pregnant. Like, I'm going to get pregnant. Like, I know I'm going to get pregnant. It's going to be, like, so fast. Like, I'm going to have to, like, get ready for this baby. You know what I mean? Like, oh, no. So, like, part of me is, like, kind of crushed that it's just not going to, I don't get to do it. I remember. But, like, seriously, I was that intense about it because I was just, like, oh, like, oh, it's on. We were getting drinks not too long ago, and Tiffany was, like, I'm only going to have one margarita because I'm pretty sure I'm pregnant. I really thought. You did. Until the doctor was like, mm, Sweeney. <laughs> <laughs> actually. Actually. No. <laughs> so that was kind of hard, but we're figuring it out. Should I tell them? Yeah. I you think, think you I should. should. I think you should. Okay. So. <laughs> Do you guys remember if you were a Patreon saint or if you ever bothered to listen? There was an episode that we did with Josh and it was it was an homage to Nicole Byers' Why Won't You Date Me podcast. And I sure did run my mouth about the way I felt about being in a relationship and what that would look like for uh-huh. me. <laughs> well, I started seeing someone. We're going to keep it pretty vague for now. Just, yeah, I think that's uh, yeah. probably a good um, idea. In case he happens Feeling. to decide to listen to this. He knows that this exists. So Well, it hasn't existed in an active sense during the entirety of mm. your knowing each other. The, no, no, but point. he knows that it like, does it's exist. A thing. Yeah, he yeah. knows it's a thing. Um, so depending on who you ask, where we met, I'll tell you the true story. He will not. But back in March, <laughs> right when the pandemic hit and Pennsylvania went into like lockdown major. The demi. The, the pandemic. I was on Grinder. As everyone was as a, well, engaging I think, in such behavior. Yeah, and I was just like, well, if I, in my head, I was like, this is peak Tom on Grinder. We can't touch, we can't see, but I can sure tease and I can sure talk to people. That there's, like, no pressure of actual action. Right. So I got a message from this person, and I've already told this person to his face that I felt like his photos were sus. Did you? I sure did. You were so shady. I swear <laughs> to fucking God. I swear to fucking God. There was only one at the time, but there ha- at, at the end of us talking on the app, there were then three. But this is a whole story. This is a whole moment. So... We were chatting, but what kept happening was I was going to bed early or like, you know, I was trying to keep a schedule during the pandemic, during lockdown. I was like going to bed at 10 and like waking up at six and like having a day. Whereas like not everyone was doing that. And I realized like that's not everyone's journey, but that was like the journey I was on. That was not the journey that he was on. So like we would talk for like maybe two hours an evening and it would be like very short and be like, hey, hey, how are you? But like he wasn't creepy. He wasn't like fetishizing my like femboy realness that I was serving because like all of my photos on Grindr, I'm like wearing makeup in. It's like a whole thing. And, and, And being fetishized is really weird. And if you've never had that happen to you, like consider that a privilege because it's 
My makeup's melting into my eyes, so I Are apologize. Okay? Yeah. Wash no, face? but if you see me like fidgeting, that okay. would be why. So we like messaged back and forth, and then I was like, fuck Grinder, fuck this app, because I got like, really fed up with it. Deleted the app. Didn't delete my account, but I deleted, I deleted the app, and I was fine. July. <laughs> July rolls around. I'm in school, and I'm thinking, what's the harm in re-downloading Grindr. Let's just... I feel like that's every gay's journey. Right. Or et cetera. Like... But I was like, let's re-download the app to connect with the guy I've been talking to for six years now. And then also see oh, if... Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. And like, also, let's see if I can find this guy I was talking to. And it was specifically this guy. It was like oh. him and this other guy that I was going back on I didn't Grindr realize for. that. And so uh, I re-downloaded Grindr. I get my profile up the same day. Both people. Both people find me that day and start reaching out to me. I'm not even kidding you. So I start like hitting up both. And the one I have good rapport with because I've been talking to him for a very long time, but we've like never met up. And so like we're doing our normal back and forth, our little... As you do. As we do. But then when this other person finds me I messaged him my phone number and I was like I don't like this app and I deleted it back in March and I'm like upset that we didn't get to talk more and he said to me that he was like I deleted the app like basically right after we stopped talking to went back home and I like lived there for a while and I like just recently came back to the city I was like I don't want to say things like fate and kismet but like there's some energy timing there's some energy timing The, the universe knows keeps talking so then we start texting and it goes really well and we finally are at the point where like we're texting at the same time of the day which is good it is good and then as nervous as i was to like meet up with someone during a pandemic which you know every every girl's dream (laughs) i was like well i feel like this person is like worth meeting this time and we like had conversations about how careful we're being like I in this situation I am the threat because I am like working with the public and then also going to school whereas he has like unfortunately been unemployed because of the right. pandemic <laughs> the pandemic <laughs> the pandemic so I shoot my shot which I was like actually nervous about because I was like I think I'll actually be upset if like he like pulls one over on me because I felt like we've been real with each other in a way that like I went on a date back in like December, which I thought was going to go well and like didn't. <laughs> but I was like, I think this one will go well. So I invite him over. He agrees to come over. So it was when All Stars was still airing. So that's how long ago this was. And we were still like it was, I don't know, everything still felt like creepy cuckoo bananas because of. Like, I think we've all, like, have now lived in COVID long enough where we're like, oh, it's just, like, it's COVID. We're navigating. Like, yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. Like, we're, yeah we're, we're good. We're old. It's old hat. I mean, as, as good as it can be, we're here. So I set up a little situation out on my front porch, and I was like, we'll order pizza, and, like, we'll have wine. And he was like, oh, what kind of wine do you like? And I was like, dark, spicy, spicy Argentinian wines. And he was like, I don't know what that means. And we'll get into more about the who he is as a human in just a moment. <laughs> Um, so he arrives in my house and arrives to my house and uh, the, the the table is probably six feet. So it was like, fine. We were like, we had our mask. And we were like chitty chatting. 
We ordered Domino's instead of Jets because Jets wait time was two hours. Of course it fucking was. How dare they? I know. And I was like, we're just going to get Domino's and it's like, whatever. And he was like, that's fine. But the shirt he was wearing, I'll never forget it because it looked like a Rugrats themed button up, like <laughs> button up tee. I like don't know how else to describe it, but it was like the wildest thing. And I was like, he wore that and cargo shorts to my house. And then we came in. After we, like, decided we were comfortable with each other, he came into the house and we watched All Stars together. We watched, I'd say this with air quotes, we watched All Stars together. So this person, who shall ever remain nameless, up to this point, maybe he'll reveal himself later. We don't know. We'll let him tell us. Yeah, we'll let him tell his story. Yeah. He has to consent. Yeah. So he is from the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. And he moved to the city at the beginning of the year. So he was only here for like a few months before <laughs> the whole city was like, no, <laughs> we're not doing Actually, that Actually, no. <laughs> we're not doing that anymore. And um, he wears cargo shorts. And he Now, Tiffany and I are together and I am wearing basketball shorts. But that's because like Tiffany and I are to the point where like, I will wear basketball shorts in front of her. And also I'm never at the point where I'm like trying to impress Tiffany. So like I put on pants that button when Sam's around. Cargo shorts button. They do. But he's also worn basketball shorts and t-shirts to my residence. He is not. He's not me. No. He's not that kind of gay. He's. We're trying to. I haven't pinned down what kind of gay nope, he is. me either, no. but I, I like him. <laughs> we'll get to you if your opinion. <laughs> so we were drinking and I got like a little comfortable and we had a little bit of fight about Anna Kendrick. And when that started, we weren't sitting on the same couch when that started, but then I like moved over to him. And then I realized I had like moved to sit next to him. And I was like, well, now you're here. So then I like started cuddling with him. And then we like muted the television and started watching TikToks, which might not sound like a very like romantic thing to do. But like in my ideal world, like that is what we're doing every day. Like at the end of the night, it's like my head is on his chest. And we were watching TikTok. That's what I do at the end of the night with Josh. And we're like tee hee hee in. Yeah. And then we go to bed. Exactly. So the first date, that was like, that's all we did. We just like kind of hung out. We cuddled. And then like after he left, I was like, mm. <laughs> I was like, I sure did get tipsy and start touching him <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> I was on like top of him. And like it was the first time we met. And like I've never gotten like that close to a person that quickly, you know? Mm. And I was like, hmm, hmm, Tom, this is a lot to process. So because I was still in school at the time, I was like, we can hang out on Fridays. (laughs) And that was kind of like my limitations with him. Only because as much as I bitched about school and pretended I wasn't caring about school, I very much cared about school. You always do. And I was just like, weekends are going to be better just for me because then at least I'll have all my tests out of the way because you take the you take three tests every Friday when you're in the full-time program. In case you guys didn't know, that's the thing. That's why I was a mess when I was in school. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, the second time he came over, I showed him my bedroom and I like made sure I cleaned it. And this motherfucker saw my bed and he was like, one pillow? And read me. 
having one pillow. And he's not the first person. So then I was triggered. And I was like, you only need one pillow. I sleep on a stack of like three pillows. Because you don't have an adjustable base by Tempur-Pedic on your Tempur-Pedic. That is is a big fact. Like if I want to sit up, if I want to have it just up a little bit, I can do that with a button. I go, I'm up. What privilege. Uh, But I think... Was it the second time he came over? Or the same time he like didn't know what to do with his hair. So like I got to play with his hair. I put some product in it. We like zhuzhed it up. And I like showed him what to do. And I gave him some purple shampoo that he I had He has left. great hair. He does. And he doesn't think he does. Ugh. Is, so wrong. He has fantastic hair. Multiple people. Has not multiple people commented? Yes. Well, you can cut that out. Cut that out. <laughs> Tom, cut that out. It's like he doesn't know about that. He doesn't know. <laughs> he knows of that group of people, though, which is really That's funny. Big. What? Because I did the one poll in the that group. And I was like, are you going to tell him about this? He can listen. Are you going to be like, I posted a new episode on my podcast. And I talked about you. I'm just spitting facts here. I'm not twisting the tail. I'm not no, telling, you're not. Um, so we played like. We played with his hair in my in my vanity, and I and when he came down to my room, his first comment was like, "You have a lot of stuff." <laughs> and then my kind of response was like, "Well, I am almost thirty, so I guess like it's kind of built up over the years." But this was like my power move, but like so like after he like made a comment about my one pillow, I like I was like, "Oh, do you want to see opulence?" And I grabbed the remote to my bed and I like sat up the back the back side of the bed, so it was like. A sofa, essentially. And then I did like a little a pat next to me. And then I don't think he was going to come over, but I don't, I think he realized that I wasn't trying to like pull anything like a sexy move on him. I just like wanted him to be like next to me on the bed. And then we like talked some more. And at the end of that night, we came up the stairs when he had to leave. He didn't really have to leave, but it was three in the morning. And I was like, I have to work in a few hours. <laughs> I was like, I think you, you need to go. I didn't want him to leave, but I also was like, also he, realistically, like I need to go to bed. <laughs> well, it's like I need to go to bed, and I know that in five hours, when I have to get moving, you're not gonna want to leave. Like you're not gonna want to wake up and like have to get out of yourself. Yeah. So you have to go now. Riot. Thank you. Now is not the time. But as I, I, it's a weird thing that I do. I, I maybe it's not weird. Does everyone like walk their friends to their door whenever they're done? I usually do. I do too, but I just think that's like not a common thing amongst people. Like I walk you to the door whenever I say yeah. goodbye to you. And so I was like walking him to the door and like we had some like leftovers from dinner. And so I was like giving him some or whatever. And we were right at that trash can, you know, the trash can in the kitchen. And I like turned up to look at him and he was like in my face and we were kissing. And I was like, oh, and it was like delightful and like a delightful little treat. And I like wasn't expecting it at all. And I'm, the fun fact, the fun thing between him and I is like, you never know who's going to make the move <laughs> because like it, we take turns and like, who's going to push it to the next line, which I appreciate because there's no, we're not like, whenever we're comfortable, someone makes. What I enjoy is that it doesn't seem like either of you are waiting to find out if the other person likes them. There seems to be a common understanding that you both like each other and that is why you are spending time with each other. And I feel like so often the narrative is like, I really like them and I don't know if they like me. And it's like not that extreme here. You two seem to work in tandem. 
I I have this is like a little brag, a little humble brag, but it's a brag nonetheless. Like when doesn't text me most of the you time. Just said his name. Oh shit. <laughs> shit. Tom. <laughs> Whenever this person doesn't text me, I'm not in full panic mode waiting for the next text. I think that speaks to the kind of person you are and also the situation. I have been in the past the person waiting on edge, concerned about what the other person's doing. Right. Why aren't they talking to me? But like this feels comfortable enough where like I don't have to worry about that. I am very excited when he does text me and he, we, we are talking. But I also am like, he's a human who has, and has a life. Yeah. And he does things that don't involve me. But also, we both have been very good at communicating when we'll be unavailable to each other. Which so I like, love. We love to hear it. <laughs> so like when I was like, Tiffany's coming over tonight. So like that was a sign to him that, oh, like there'll probably be a point where like the conversation with Tom Pop dies down. And then, mm-hmm. like, later on in the evening, whenever they're done hanging out, Tom will come back and say, hey, what's going on with your evening? And that's, like, how it is. <sighs> we love boundaries. Healthy boundaries. I did invite him to my graduation from school. He did not come to graduation directly, but he did take me out to dinner afterward. But that also meant that Tiffany had to come because I was like, Tiffany came to graduation, so we're celebrating. As like oh, this was like the plan heading into the day. Yes, I didn't just like burst in. No, 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 no. Though I did theoretically invite myself to Tom's graduation. That did happen, but that was a different. Yeah, there was like context. I was trying really hard not to like make it a thing, and then Tiffany was like, "I'm coming," and I said, "Okay." It feels really good to have one person there. So my graduation was lit. I'm not gonna lie. It was really cute. It was cute. So we go out to dinner and I had, he had been in his hometown for a while. So I hadn't, it's been a long time, a long time, like a week since we had seen each other last, which is normal for us. But it it just got to the point where like, I probably could have been seeing him more because school was not as, I wasn't doing as much at school. So I was like, not concerned. More available. Like basically I took all my tests the week before I was done and then I was just done. And so I was just kind of like hanging out at school. And I was like, I'm not concerned. I don't need to be like studying at all anymore. So we go out to dinner and his birthday happened to be the next day. So I bought him a birthday gift and it was cute. All the wrapping paper I had was this pink paper with gold hearts on it. And I was like, oh, this feels like too much, but it's like all I have. But we committed. Don't worry. You balanced out with the camo wrapping. Like the tape. The, the, yes, the camo with skulls. So, I mean, that's very butch. It, I wasn't concerned about it being too femme. I just was like, no, the no, 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 no. But I'm like, just saying. Yeah, like, like there's an, a differing energy there. And we were having a blasty blast. Tiffany was watching us and taking note of things. Mm-hmm. And I went... I was the only one who had to go to the restroom in the time we were at the... <laughs> I try not to pee in public places now. Well, there are single bathrooms there. Well, it's also different for, for yeah. people with penises that can go into facilities that you can just stand and piss in them. That's true. So No contact. Yeah. No contact pees are not a thing when you have a pussy unless if you've gotten real good at a particular move and I can't have figured that out at this point. So, so I excuse myself to the restroom. 
I come out of the restroom. So I was sitting across from this person. Like, we were sitting across from each other, and then Tiffany was sitting next to me. So it's a four-person table. There's three of us. He's sitting across from me, and Tiffany's to my right. When I come out of the bathroom, Tiffany is across from him. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> She's thinking, oh, no. I don't even know what's going on. Because, like, in my head, to me, it's still so new that, like, this conversation, like, wasn't a thing that was going to happen for maybe a minute. If it was the conversation. Like, I didn't even know. I was just like, I guess I'm going to sit next to him now because she's sitting across from him. And I was like, it'll be nice to sit next to him anyway. But I try not, I was trying not to be, like, obnoxious. You know? I do. Like, couples who sit roller coaster. Like, they hate that. I've done that. I know. Everyone could just live. Don't look at me. If you don't like it, don't look. Okay. Does everyone call it sitting roller coaster? That's I don't know. I call it that. I like it. So essentially, Thomas <laughs> went to the restroom. And all I simply did, listeners, is I slid over and I was just like, your intentions are good, right? And to this person's credit, they were like, uh, what do you mean? Yes. And they had wonderful responses. All I was saying, all I needed confirmation of was that, like, intentions were good. You know what I mean? I I needed to go ahead and shake the tree a little and just be like, you're solid, right? Because that's my best friend, which is literally what I said. Was like, that is my best friend. And not everyone appreciates him. And I just need to know. And this person held their shit and also gave me thoughtful responses. And I felt very good about it. And it was fine. And I also, as soon as you came back and I was just like, I asked, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I told you right away what I did also. Because I didn't want it to be a weird thing where it was like, I like, committed a microaggression or, or some kind to him. It's like, no, I asked him what's good. Are we good? Are you going to treat my friend? Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? So long story short, I approve. I will let this live. So the next day I went to his apartment and this is a little bit of a read, but I did it to his face. So there's no, there's no surprises that are about to come out of my mouth. Um, we went to his apartment and we went in through the patio door, which was unlocked. And then also the front door on the inside of the complex of apartments was also unlocked. I was like, we just walked into your this apartment. This is not the country. Lock your doors. Uh, I was like, we just walked into your apartment. And he was like, oh yeah. And I was like. No, no. I understand that that's like a thing people do like out in the middle of nowhere. Don't do that here. Because someone will see you doing that Mm -hmm. and then also enter your apartment. He does have a roommate. (laughs) I did meet that night. And it was kind of like the opposite of what he experienced the night before. Although this person is much younger than Tiffany and wasn't as like on as Tiffany typically is, which is not a bad thing. Like there's pros and cons. There's pros and cons. Yeah. There's pros and cons. I'm a pain in the ass. But I also felt like I was like letting you two do your thing when I hung out with you both. Minus when I like 
had a pointed conversation. I was like, vanilla. You know what I mean? No, but like... A present flavor in the mix, but not overpowering by any means. So his roommate wasn't there, which I was like, oh, it's your roommate here? And he's like, oh, oh no, she's at work. And I was like, oh, okay. So we're just like walking into your house. And then there were, there were two chairs in the living room. And one's like a, a camp, a camp chair, like a camp, a canvas, you know, a camp chair, I don't, like a folding camp chair. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And then the other one was like, do you remember like in dorm rooms in college, like the circ, like it's a camp chair, but it's circular. It's oh like yeah. A- so those were the two chairs. And so we both pick our camp chairs that we're going to sit in, in the living room. And I look at him and I was like, I know the answer to this, but I have to ask anyway, is this chair somebody else's trash? And he said, Oh, Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like not missing a beat. I was like, okay, so I'm like sitting in it. And he's like, well, I cleaned it. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> wow. My major disappointment was like we weren't sitting on the same thing to like be gross and like cute together. On that was like my major like. So Tom hasn't said this out yet, but I just want to let you know anything that he's ever said. Where he was like, I'm not going to be that kind of person. I'm not going to do that. No one's going to get my time like that. I'm not going to just give access to me and my time and myself and my person. I'm not going to do that. I just want to let y'all know the jig is up. (laughs) That Tom is gone. There was the before Tom and now there is the after Tom. Because Tom is now understanding who he is. In these kind of situations. And it is not the bitch he thought it was going to be. It's like all the healthy parts of all of that have seemed to have stuck around. Except that you are like very affectionate. Like you are a very affectionate person. And you are like continually surprised by that. Like every time I see you after you've talked to him or seen him or had some sort of interaction. You're like oh my god like I was like touching him. And I'm like yeah Tom it's nice. Yeah motherfucker I know. Like, no shit. And, like, as excited as you are, I am also just as excited. You are. I, like, am literally meeting the excitement because I know it's exciting and it's, like, the best feeling. But, like, occasionally, and I do appreciate that you were also, like, I mean, I guess you could say I told you, though, and, like, blah, 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 And I was, like, that's not really my thing. But, like, the fact that you also know is important. Oh, I fully It's important know. for you to know. I do for know. For growth. Uh-huh. But, like, I also don't need to say it to you. But, like, the dichotomy, like, the before and the after is so fucking funny. It will continue to be funny. But he doesn't know. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. I mean, I'm sure we could put together clips. (laughs) I'm not doing that clip show. (laughs) I I know that we could could really cobble something together because you had a whole thesis, bitch. And it turns out. It turns out. It's a lie. It turns out you get the right one involved, and all of a sudden we don't have common sense. All of it's gone. Okay, I didn't know that you could it like does, people like this. It does feel nice, <laughs> but I didn't know to 
want and be wanted. It's very, very good. The greatest. And now I feel like you better understand me as a person. No, I fully do. And I you was, know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because I used to be like repulsed <laughs> by the way. You, you were never like outwardly rude to me about it. But yeah. I also just knew passively. I was like, Tom does not understand. No, I don't. I didn't. At all. Never a judgment thing. No. Just simply like you did not understand. And now I feel like you understand me. Mm-hmm. You understand my relationship to Josh. Mm-hmm. And like just our our connection and like how everything fell into place for him and I. Like all kind of clicks in a way that it didn't click for you yeah. before. And like that's really nice. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But like more importantly, I'm just like glad you're happy and having a good time. And I think that's. That's like the most That's important part. Thing. Yeah. Like <laughs> our, our conversations are like, it's like me acknowledging like I was wrong. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. But it is like also like I do understand your relationship. What a alone. joyful lesson to learn. Yeah. Honestly. It, I, I don't feel weird about it, which I thought I was going to. But like, what is there even to really feel well, weird no, about? Because like there is know? like when you're moving past like a, a thought that you were lived in and right. sure of. Right. It never it feels can, good to be like. Oh, yeah, like, I was wrong. I like, like I didn't mean it at all. Like it feels like weird and icky. It, but it hasn't. But what a beautiful thing to right. be incorrect about. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think I truly understood how like in it I was until like the most recent time him and I were together. <laughs> where like even in the moments where we like weren't really touching, we were still touching. Mm-hmm. Like and. We were in, we were with Tiffany and like we were still touching and like it was the most uncomfortable like way we were holding each other's hand like he was behind me and I was like holding my arm behind the chair I don't did you even know that was happening I I noticed okay. it at one point because I was driving <laughs> you know, well yes but I was just like that's why I was asking if you noticed not because I thought you were no. blind no, so no no I was just like we were like touching the whole time and he kept his hand there and I thought he would like pull it away because I don't know that if I was sitting in the back that I would have had the audacity to like keep my hand there because I'm like uh, well he's taller than me so maybe his arms are longer than mine but like I, that would have been a lot more effort oh, for what, me to sit what like, privilege. privilege I offered him the front seat like a thousand times I will say dear listener he is very smart and the back and forth Tom and I have Tom is able to have with this person and that's very refreshing. Um, I feel like maybe this person doesn't know yet, but like we're already friends because I know <laughs> that like the more time we spend together also like it's just going to become like a thing. Like he's very cool and like he's someone I also would like to know. I respect him for how he treats you also because he, again, understands and is on board and like values you and I can already tell. So like I'm so pumped. Just cannot wait. <laughs> We're just like so thrilled. So happy. We love to see it. I also think he is very cute. He's very cute. Like genuinely he doesn't very know cute. How cute he is. No, he, he definitely really doesn't, doesn't and that almost it makes adds it to it. It's so where to God. I don't think he knows what he looks like. And like that. It's big Josh energy. Josh is like so cute. He has no fucking clue. He has no idea how attractive he is. And there's just like something. Sasha Nolan would steal him in a minute. Oh, he thinks he thinks I'm 
I was like kidding or overstating. Like, nah, man. You are so fucking cute. Like, ugh. 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 But I do have to like tell the tell the dear listeners what happened in this car when he dropped me off at his birthday. So we were like kissing in his car. But we like we were kissing like more than we've ever kissed. So then it was like kind of like a big deal. But Tom went into like full break stop panic mode and said, I can get out of your car now. Like as an offer, but also as like a I don't know what's happening. I am in full like, panic is mode. This okay. <laughs> Is this allowed? (laughs) And he laughed at me, which made me feel so much better. Like, he realized that, like, like, not that I was uncomfortable, that, like, I just was, like, overwhelmed. So he, like, broke the tension with a laugh because I think other people might have taken that personally. It wasn't like I really wanted to get out of his car. He's like, no, this is, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He's like, I did not tell you, nor do I, did I ask you to get out of my car? And I was just like, Okay. (laughs) Let me kiss some more. But that was like, oh, the text. You should have seen the text after we like left each other that night because it was just like hearts like fluttering and just like kissy faces and things. And it was just like, Tom is like fully disgusting. (laughs) I am so bad. (laughs) Oh, my God. Tom is also going to have to like go into the woods. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to have to like go into the river and shit, you guys. Because that's. That's like that's who he is. That is like the type of shit he's into, and I literally cannot wait to see it. I could at least dabble in that. I could go dip my toes. Fuck me up in a creek. Let's get it. You, oh baby, it's gonna be so good. I cannot wait for the adventures. Luckily for me, summer's almost over. <laughs> oh, don't worry. There's plenty to do in fall. Oh, what a Fall treat. is fine. Fall is fine for outdoor activities. It's the summertime that really kills me. Because in fall, you're not going to be floating down a river. But we might have to go fish fishing. Oh, I love... Um, fishing is fun. I don't know. I could sit in the comfort of my own home. But yeah, you can And wait sit, for something you, to happen. You can sit <laughs> by a big body of water together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see you. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that, motherfucker. Your fucking your face for a second. Well, well, well. He better bring his weed. <laughs> I mean, that's the whole point. <laughs> okay, that's but part like, of it. <laughs> but when I okay, maybe I don't understand fishing as an adult because last time I fished, I was like thirteen, and I was like, "Here's a beer. Enjoy being outside." I have found as an adult that purposeful nothingness like activities like that are much more joyful than they were as a child whereas when you're a child you have all the free time in the world to do literally whatever when you're choosing to pause as an adult and you're moving on to the next activity is dictated to an outside force when that's a choice that's usually a good thing (laughs) i did offer to kayak i really hope you go kayak (laughs) I've kayaked before as an adult. I would, but I want you to go with him. <laughs> We're going to be in separate kayaks. No, I want you in a two-person tandem situation. Tandem kayak? Yes. <laughs> a kayak? A kayak. I don't know. That's what I want. And I want somebody to take photos <laughs> so I can see Are it. you going to hire a photographer? Yes. <laughs> I'm 
going to be in a uh, bush uh, along ha- the river. Just... You in a separate kayak yes. on the Yakagani. <laughs> just taking photos of us. Uh, uh, well, but this is true. Like, truly been a, a treat a treat and a dream as Nicole Myers says mm. we'll literally love to see it so where oh. his Instagram I couldn't find it oh it's I'll show you okay. after we're done but like you don't, you don't have to scroll too far to see his last time he was straight and posted a woman crush Wednesday which Ugh. is so funny to me oh I screenshotted it and sent it to him and I was like seriously <laughs> was it someone good it was like a it was a comedian that had passed away oh. but she was alive when he posted it but like she's no longer with us I like, didn't know who she was and then he made me watch sketches of her because I was like whom's does this who messed who messed whom's does your woman crush Wednesday <laughs> My favorite thing about, and I can't, I haven't met any of them. I have to edit that out. (laughs) You're going to have to listen to this whole thing. It's two and a half hours. I figured this is a doozy. Um, My favorite thing about him is that he has seven, seven straight, (laughs) seven straight male friends. Whomst. I've dubbed the boys, but that's not what they're called. (laughs) That's not what they're really called. But I'm like intrigued about any interaction that I may have with them in the future. Can't wait. Can I come to balance out the energy? (laughs) Please. (laughs) Please. I don't think I can do that. Because I'm some sort of neutral meeting point. (laughs) Because I'm not. (laughs) But then if I bring Josh, it's going to skew my them naturally also <laughs> because I am arguably more masculine than Josh I would say except Josh's facial hair I guess he does have that and going that deceivingly for him. could be considered otherwise but he makes pizza and karage mask I don't know mask mask energy I've never not once been masked in my life you're not really anything well that's what we've been doing. Yeah. What have you been up to? Let us know in the, the comments. <laughs> yeah. Let us know in the comments below what you've been up to. I hope everybody's been well. Yeah. Or surviving. at least surviving. Um, it's tough times. If anybody listens to this whole thing, let us know. Yeah. Drop it. Drop. Send us. <laughs> what kind of emoji should they send us if they've made it to the end? In the, unlike the Instagram post, which I don't even know what photos we'll use. The ones from your graduation. Yeah. We both look really good on them. Yeah. Um, we'll do a star emoji. A star emoji. A star emoji. A star emoji. Or, and then if someone ever counts how many bleeps we've had to edit it. <laughs> if we could get the numerical value <laughs> on that, that would be great. Well, thank you so much for listening. Mm, yeah, thank you. Love you too. Love you too. (laughs) Talk soon. Bye. Bye. It's a two and a half.